that, Pod? 200. Happy birthday to you. I don't know if 200 is a birthday or just a milestone. Yeah. Well, aren't milestones birthdays? Or aren't birthdays milestones? I mean, isn't your birthday the day that you were born? Yes. That's, you know what? Good call. I so right. this is not the anniversary of that. But we made it to 200 episodes. That's got it. That's cool, right? It's going to be a big deal. I don't know if that. I feel like you should have brought beer or something now. We should have had a cake. We should have had a we cake. We had a cake for, for Satpod 100. We did. It was those little cupcakes, and they had, like, wrestling yeah, pictures yeah, on them or wife, whatever. My wife, my wife dropped the ball on this one. She didn't make them today? No, we should call her. You want to you wanna try and call her? Let's do it. Okay. Let's, uh... Whoops. All right. Screwed this, that up. This is a very technical... We're doing it live, pal. <laughs> Got the pictures of Airbud on the wall now in the studio. Yeah, all the, all the stripper magnets are gone. All right, let's see if she picks up. I'm not leading this. I'll lead it. That's okay. That's one ring. He'll rule them all. That's two rings. She's going to pick up. There's no way. Yep, it's going to happen. Hello. Hello. Good morning, wife. How are you? (laughs) Good. How are you? Uh, We're very well. We, We were wondering something. Now, SatPod 100... You provided us with lovely cupcakes, but Sadpot 200, we have been provided with nothing. I know, because you told me today, as we were heading for breakfast, that it was Sadpod 200. <laughs> if I had known 24 uh, hours, you uh, would have gotten a cake with like a two and a zero and a zero. So basically what you're saying is, as usual in our relationship, it is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because Warren's crying. Scotty's got like snot bubbles coming out of his nose. And, yeah. like, and then Brando, just, he didn't even show up. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? If you guys make it to 300, I will make you ribs. Oh, oh now we're talking. Ribs. Uh, Live ribs right. on the podcast. We're going to do like 10 podcasts a week just so we can get to, <laughs> three, to 300 in, in like a month. All right. No kidding. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye. There you go. Live appearance from Boris's wife, Mrs. Classic. Boris. Classic. Um, I didn't even introduce everyone yet. Scotty's oh, here. Sorry, bro. PW Hall of Famer Big Bad Boris is here as well. Hello. What do you got there? That's not a Red Bull. Diet Coke. I'm trying to take a little energy drink break. Yeah? I, I've been drinking a lot of them lately because of school and stuff, like mm. multiple a day, and I'm like, it can't be good for you. So I haven't had one since Friday. Fair I know enough. that's baby steps, but yeah. They changed the, the can for Diet Coke, Well, they've, they? add, they've added like new flavors and stuff. There's like oh, mango right. and cherry and all this weird you stuff. You tried any but, of those? Oh, the cherry one's fantastic. I've tried yeah. them all. Are they oh. good? Uh, Like two out of four are good. I like yeah. the lime ginger one. Hear mixed reviews on that one. Cherry one everyone likes. Uh, the mango one is fucking gross. Yeah, and I can kind of assume that. Yeah, it's like spicy. Good. It's like yeah. one of those hot sodas. That's exactly that. what I look for in my soda. That's a good name for a band, hot soda. <laughs> uh, boys, we made it to 200 episodes. Uh, what, what do you think about that? Is that a good thing? Is I that a bad that thing? I think you gentlemen are to be commended for your stick your love of the wrestling business, and your desire to provide entertainment. For the people, entertainment is a Honestly, loose word. Two hundred episodes is that's that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, it feels it feels like just yesterday that we started this thing. Did you not start it at the uh, where I go to school now at the NR92 studios? But that doesn't count in any of the two hundred. That's no. not the oh, podcast okay. era. Yeah, yeah. Those there, counting that, there's probably close to two fifty all in together. Except we don't have any recordings of those. So I think there's fifty of the old era shows. Well, I think we did it for two semesters, so maybe not fifty, but. Two thirty, probably fake okay. bet. 
I'll take that. So I weeks. think um, I come in right after watching TNA. Yeah. The yep. last Monday of school, which I believe is not this, not tomorrow, but next Monday, I think we should take over my show and we should do uh, we should do Seth Pod live. Sure. sure, I'm in. I'm also in. If we can get that done, which I think I can, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it. We can get people to call us yeah. live on the air. It'll be live on uh, the campus radio station, which everyone can listen to because it's on the website. It's on the internet. We can take phone calls. No, no bad language though, Scotty. I'm looking to you over there. I've been on there before. I know the rules. You just said that Diet Coke Mango was fucking disgusting like three seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, this is my podcast. <laughs> I set the rules here. I set the whoa, rules and the whoa. standards. He's the new is champion. Is that because you're the champ? So, but yeah, what's acceptable? Scotty's the champ. Took him one year to get back to his throne. One year. Here we are. He was the first ever and potentially last you know ever what? champion. Doing right now. <laughs> and I'm turning heel on these motherfuckers. There oh, it goes. There oh, it goes. It ripped relatively well. Oh. So we're going to get a new belt. I put my thing on just to rip it. Good. So I'm going to hold that up. We'll get a picture get, of get it. a picture for... Uh... Yeah, there it is. Good. So you is look, that the new sad part hardcore title now? But yeah, maybe I'll tape her up. Maybe my wife could uh, make us a new title. Sure. While sure. she's making ribs. <laughs> Can it be made out of ribs? anyone oh. makes us anything. I want to win that one then. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's. What's new with you guys? Before, obviously, Boris has a lot to talk about, so we can get to him last. Scotty, what's new with you? Uh, I watched Mania at Colton Kelly's mm-hmm. with Marissa and Jackie. It was a grand old time. Oh, and Sydney. Sydney was also there. Sydney Kelly. Um, <laughs> it's a joke nobody gets. Nope. <laughs> but it's funny nonetheless. Uh, what did I do this week? Nothing. Playoff hockey. Nobody's complimented my mustache yet. Kind of disappointed. Didn't even know it was there. Oh. Didn't even know it was there. It's, t- it's tough times. <laughs> tough times. Are you growing it for the playoffs? Is yeah. that your playoff mustache? Yeah, baby. Okay. Uh, and then uh, just getting ready to go on my trip. It is less than a month. Now. Where are you going? Going to Toronto. For what? Blue Jays game. Nice. Random vacation. Excellent. Hockey Hall of Fame? Yep. Good. Aquarium. Doing Gretzky's. Doing Wahlburgers. Hockey Hall of Fame is pretty rad. Get the Hit- pierogies at Gretzky's. All right. Good stuff. Hitting up the dispensaries. Sure. It's a good and old time. Peter Gold's got the government. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his government <laughs> in his glove box. Speaking of jokes, nobody will get. Yeah, um, sure. that's a fact. How was? Uh, how did you enjoy Mania? How was the crowd at your place? Oh just man, watching it. Mania being so long, kind of took a tamper on people because we were like watching from the pre-show on. Mm, we did the same thing, and it's then the like you that. just kind of get burned out of watching the show as well as just burned out on other stuff as well. So it just meant for a long day. We had a bunch of pizza, though. That was great. Beers? Yeah. Nice. Where'd you get pizza from? Uh, I think we had 73. Yeah. That's what our house had, too. Except I didn't have shit. Do you watch it at your place with uh, Brando? or? Yeah, we had uh, Brando, and then some of the Talking Reckless boys came over as well. Um, Oh, Talk Reckless Pod? Was the Matt Eads there? He was. Did I meet him yet? I met somebody at the show with you. Yeah. Yeah. He came to one of the shows. And he was at, oh, was Boris not there? The second one? I don't think he was. Oh, never mind. The second what? The house party. No, I wasn't yeah. there. No. Um, what was I going to say? Do uh, you watch NXT with those guys as well? No, I watched NXT by myself. Oh, and I watched part of it with uh, Jackie. Hmm. How is uh, Jackie? She's good. She's excited for Toronto. She's excited the Jays are doing well so far yes, this year. Is she a big baseball surprising. fan? Yeah. Nice. I was crazy how big of a baseball fan she was. Oh. I thought she was like casual. Then I watch games with her, and she's like, 
telling me like the pitch, <laughs> like what's going to happen before it happens. Yeah, it's like watching Sweet. wrestling with me. There you go. I have something to talk to her about now. Hey, you're a big Blue Jays fan too, huge. aren't you? Huge. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. Surprisingly. Yeah, very surprisingly. But this is not a podcast about baseball. It's a podcast about wrestling. Baseball. Um, I don't know if I did anything exciting over the last week either. I watched, as I said, with a bunch of people at our place on Sunday. Saturday, we wrapped up the pod. I went home and then pretty much watched NXT right away. Um, so, yeah, I got nothing exciting to talk about. Let's talk about Boris's week. My check engine light came on on the way here. Yeah. No, what the hell? I got concerned? Bad yeah, I got bad luck with cars, man. I don't know. So do I. Very bad. How's the red uh, the red Rover still going well? It's going. Yeah, it lost a gear at one point, but uh-uh. it's still still going. Did you find it? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's serious. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it just dropped off away. <laughs> it got replaced. Oh, um, what that cost? You? Did you just fly into town and blow your arms tired? Yes, exactly that. Um, it wasn't that much actually because no? they were they thought they were gonna replace the whole tranny. Cue Scotty laughing. Um, no, not that funny. <laughs> but uh, they found a way to just get the second gear, which is all it was. So bubble gum in the last. So your yeah. car didn't need a genitalia reassignment. No, it did oh, not. That's good to hear. Did not need that. Oh, Scotty. So how was your week? My <laughs> week was good. Last week was good. This mm. week was good. It was good. Um, I know. Did you, did you that listen you... to our podcasts? I listened to two. I don't know if you uploaded a third one. Yeah, we did. Okay, uh, we did uh, uh, like a third, very, very long one the night when we got home from WrestleMania. Okay, yeah. where my kid wouldn't shut up, <laughs> kept uh, like interrupting me, and I like had to yell at him. And stuff. I thought you guys did a very good job. Thank I only you. heard the first one. Well, they're there if you want to check them out. I will the, check. You, you spent a whole one, five minutes listening to their work? I enjoyed their travel day. I just wanted to hear <laughs> yeah, they the got first, their The first one was just travel day and Dave and Buster's, which was pretty rad, actually. Yeah. I like Dave and Buster's. Did you see any uh, any famous people at the Dave and Buster's? No, but it was funny. I, I don't know if we mentioned this um, on our podcast, but we decided to do on a day where we didn't have a show until like dinner time. I can't remember if it was the, the Thursday or the Friday. Um, it was the Thursday, I think. Uh, so we decided to just do a dry walk to the Superdome because our hotel was like 10 minutes away just for fun. So we're walking down the street and this guy and this woman walk past us and we both just kind of look at each other after he passed us. And we're like, that guy looked an awful lot like Scott. Or no, or Brayden was like, that guy looked a lot like Scott Dawson. And I was like, yeah, that's because I was Scott Dawson. But it didn't like computer in our minds to say hi or anything right. like that. Like by the time we realized what was going on, it was already too late and we didn't want to go back and be weirdos. But yeah, sure. Scott Dawson just kind of walked right that's past us. That's pretty cool. But it was cool because we, when we walked to the Superdome, uh, just check it out. They had just opened up the souvenir store at the actual dome on like the Thursday, so we we're okay. like the first people that get to go in and look at all the stuff. So it was kind of cool. Nice. Um, so what what other shows before we get to the WWE programming that you witnessed? Okay. Uh, what other shows did you do? So Thursday, we originally were only going to go to the Evolve show that was on at like seven and um, Beyond Wrestling at midnight. But we went to Evolve early just because we had nothing else to do. We thought we'd go hang out in the parking lot and be losers or whatever. And we got there before Matt Riddle's Bloodsport started. And we kind of looked at each other and found out how much tickets were. And we were like, do we want to do this? And we are like, yeah, what the hell? Let's add a show. So we went to Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. Interesting way to start the weekend. The ropes were taken off. It was submission or knockout only. Right. Interesting show. I've heard so much mixed stuff about that it show. Was, so I'm interested to hear what Boris has the, to say. If it was like show number four instead of show number one, I probably would not have liked it because it was very much, it was, well, this is the way a certain friend of mine who has initials MRB said it was like pro wrestlers playing MMA. 
Sure. And that's okay. sort of what it was. It's kind of so, what it was billed as. So if it was like the third or fourth show, it would have been, and I don't like to use the word boring because I think that's really disrespectful, but it would have been kind of dry. But being it was the very first show that we saw, we were all like, yeah, this is cool. Yay, Matt Riddle, blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of fun. Nice. Uh, who was on that? Anybody? Uh, nope. Dan Severn was on it, and Matt Riddle was on it. Chris Dickinson was on it. Uh, that was the funny thing that like low key was supposed to be on it, but day of he didn't want to get like he didn't want to shoot fight or work shoot fight whatever you want to call it. Matt Riddle. So then Minoru Suzuki was the last minute replacement, which is so much cooler. Oh, it was awesome. And I didn't know like Braden and I didn't know. So when he came out, I was like, that's not uh, low key. And then he took the the towel off. I'm like, holy shit, Minoru Suzuki, that's awesome. So yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was a fun show. Then Evolve was later that night, which was really, really good. And we had like second row seats right by the entranceway for it. It was a good show. Nice. Um, and then Beyond Wrestling was a really weird show because it was all like mixed matches. It was either... Call it by the proper thing, intergender. Guys and girls against guys and girls or guys against girls. Like the first match was Diona Perazzo against Matt Riddle. Nice. Ooh. And I was like, okay, am I supposed to believe when I just watched... Matt Riddle beat Zack Sabre Jr. for the Evolve <laughs> title like two hours ago. I'm supposed to believe that Deanna Perazzo could beat him. But the way they did that one was was everything was done really, really well, except for uh, Karen Q and Jonathan Gresham. And I love Jonathan Gresham, but they – and the match itself was really fine, but they did nothing. It was like babyfacing his babyface, and they did nothing to get the crown involved, so it was just kind of – A thing that happened yeah, sort it, of thing? Basically, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so that was day one. Was that uh... – What's his name was on there? Joey Ryan? No, Joey Ryan. Oh, yeah, Joey. It, it, it all blends together. I know Joey Ryan was on a show, uh, and that probably was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. It's all blending together. Fair enough. wasn't the one where he I'm, burned Jerry Lawler's penis, You know what? It penis, was, it, no, it was the same night. Mm. I guess like it was earlier that night that he had his penis burned. Yeah, right the fireball. Yes, it was the Beyond Wrestling show because I remember where I was sitting for that one. So, yeah. Nice. But, yeah, it was an interesting, uh, interesting night. Okay, and then... Saturday, you did not go to NXT. Saturday, no, that this that was Thursday. Oh, you're still on Thursday. Okay. Friday, Friday was, gets like Janella and shit. Friday, we just hung right. out. We went to we went to the pool. We were the only idiots in the pool because we're Canadian, and it was like it, <laughs> it was, was like too cold. Well, it was like cold mid twenties or yeah. like low twenties, which for us is awesome. So we went and hung out in the pool, and then we went to Hall of Fame, and I love Hall of Fame, I really do, but good God, I think Hillbilly Jim is still talking. <laughs> He's like the Beth Phoenix of last year. There's always one. There's always one that just keeps going and going and going. Like, I haven't watched it. We had to yet, leave so. like halfway through Hall of Fame if we were going to get to the Janela show. Which you mean of, you missed Goldberg? We missed. Oh, who cares? We left right before that uh, JJ, whatever his name is, the warrior kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's 16, but I thought he was 12. Yeah. So we didn't see. I think we missed Goldberg, Mark Henry, and that kid. Oh, you missed Mark Henry? Yeah. So I got to go back and watch that. Like what we saw, except for Hillbilly Jim. Like Hillbilly Jim for the first few minutes was cool because I'm an old guy and I remember sure. when I was a kid. But everything else I thought was really good. The only thing I don't like about Hall of Fame now, and I think I said this in our podcast, is before it would just be you'd go, you would talk, you would give respect, you would get respect. But now they got all these little shticks and gimmicks and like the Dudley's putting that guy through the table and all that. It's kind of, you know, it seems a little disingenuous. Yeah, that's fair. But we, uh, we had to leave that early. So we could get down to the Punkalanka Center, or whatever it was called. Okay. For Joey Janela's Spring Break 2. And what a friggin' show that was. So this, tell us about, because they had rules. The the commission put a whole bunch of rules that were supposed to be hurdles and stuff. Did that factor in at no, all as fuck, much as we thought no, it might? No, no. Everybody did everything they wanted to. Good, okay. A couple of, the, uh, of them used it. 
like in storyline, which I thought was kind of cool. Did Osprey actually get fined? I don't been, know, but he's he had, been tweeting gifts going on. Here's my fine number two. Yeah, he had T-shirts saying "Help me pay my fines" to the the uh, Louisiana State Athletic Commission. Like for example, one of the guys in the clusterfuck, I think it was Ethan Page, but don't correct me on that. Uh, he pile drove the Invisible Man, and he got eliminated from it because somebody <laughs> from the uh, from the Athletic Commission came out and can't threw, do that. And, yep, threw him out because he pile drove <laughs> the Invisible Man. Who went on to win the clusterfuck, by the way. Did he actually? You got to watch it. I got a download of it. I mean, I have a completely legal version of it. Well, I'll hit you up with my totally legal flash drive. Yeah. And uh, that's sweet because I have the shirt for it, so I kind of want to watch the event. It was a fun show. It was a fun night. I had good brother Brett Sotart, friend of the podcast. He, like, ordered the pay-per-views, and then he just kind of DM'd me about what happened. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. It was a fun show. It's all the same as seeing it. Uh, Anybody else? Crazy in the aforementioned cluster. Fuck again. It's all. It all is like. Yeah. Was there a glacier this no, year? No. Uh, like Hornswoggle was in it, which okay. was kind of cool. The Invisible Man was in it. Uh, Joe Gacy was in it, which was kind of cool because I'm. Oh, like I haven't seen Joe fan. Gacy in forever. Yeah, Russell. Joe Gacy was in it. Um, yeah, it was. It's hard to, but like the way they did it with the Invisible Man and like all the guys like doing like selling for the Invisible Man. They everybody did it really well. It was really How cool. was Sasuke? They did some crazy shit, man. He tried to do the, the garbage can thing, but he, he couldn't get the garbage can on him and climb up the to the top rope. So he eventually just took the garbage can and threw it at him and then jumped off the top rope. That match was crazy spotty craziness. That's good to hear. Yeah. Better than uh, him versus Marty the year before? I don't remember that match, but I'm going to go on uh, out on a limb and say this one was better. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. It was long, though, man. Like The main event didn't go in the ring until uh, after 3 in the morning. Was that the night that you had to miss... Something? No, that's, that was the next night. Oh, okay. Um, what was the main event of the... It was George Nell against the Great Sasuke. What was right. the opening video? Remember last year with the genie and Scott Hall, mm-hmm. Warren? They had... Uh, it was sort of similar to, like, uh, they're kind of playing off the wrestler movie. Okay, with, I've never seen that. And they had, like, this old guy playing Janela, and they had this, like, old, fat, black guy playing Leo Rush. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So we didn't probably get back. I don't. I think 4:45 was when I put head to pillow that night, and we had progress the next day at noon. That's uh, that's a long night, we're, long day of wrestling. Yeah, we're, we're we're dedicated. Yeah, we're dedicated idiots. Okay, so what what was Saturday then? Saturday at noon was Progress Wrestling, which is a company from the UK. Scotty's familiar with. Yep. Really, really good show. Was this a chapter show? It was chapter something. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear the one the one something. The, the one the day before was better because they had all like the WWE guys on it, like Pete Dunne was on it, and all those guys. Uh, this one was also really, really good, but it didn't have those extra guys on it. Can't remember what the main event was. Mark Andrews and somebody. Or not Mark Andrews, Mark Haskins and somebody for the belt. I don't okay. know. It was good. Good times. Very, uh, like, British style, obviously, eh, UK style. It, not really, no. It's no? just, just pretty traditional, but just a cool vibe. Like, they're a very cool vibe company. Like, they're very, they like. Progress does a lot of cool stuff, but just the way they tell a story. Yeah. They talk about how they're like punk rock since day one, like very Indian stuff. It's it's yeah, it was cool. And the people there who were selling their merch were super, super nice and they like gave us bags to for to carry around stuff we bought from other companies, which mm-hmm. was cool. Uh but yeah, progress was good. Then we went to uh Subway and had lunch at Subway. <laughs> what was on the subs? I gotta know. I am a I'm a double turkey guy myself. Do they have anything different at their subways in the States? Well they have I like the Italian like sub sauce. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, that's what I like on my sub and they had some other weird like sub sauce, not Italian, like house sauce or whatever, but it was, it was like a vinaigrette, but it was really good. Mm. And I think Brian got like a cold cut tree or something. I don't know. 
I'm a steak and cheese guy myself. A steak and cheese guy. Scotty, what about you? Tuna every time. Tuna? Yeah. It's good, good, solid, healthy protein, my man. Mm. That's how Scotty looks as handsome as he looks. That's how I stay so trim. That's how that mustache comes in, like tuna whiskers. <laughs> that recall? Hashtag tuna whiskers. Hashtag yeah. tuna whiskers. Hashtag eating the vag. <laughs> so there, I'm just going to keep powering yep. through this. So uh, then we went to the UNO, which I found out is University of New Orleans, Lakefront Arena for Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, whatever. We got there a little bit early because they had their like Festival of Honor thing going on, and we watched the tail end of the Best Friends Challenge, which is like a trivia newlywed sort of game, which is kind of fun. And then we saw the R-Witch Luminaries panel with uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Carrie Silken, the Mortar City Machine Guns, and Jay Lethal. And just fans like asked some questions about the history of Ring of Honor. And, That's pretty cool. And, though. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Like some of the guys, like they like they were asking questions they wanted to like prove that they were like super Ring of Honor fans. So like, how's it feel to go from the Murphy Rec Center to here? I'm like, okay, we know you're already All right, buddy. Yeah, so, good, settle, good for you. Settle, yeah, settle down. You saw the first show on DVD. Good job, yep. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the show itself, for the most part, was really, really good. There was this guy and this woman sitting behind us that were just screaming bloody murder the fucking whole night. Like, and not at times when you would scream. Right. And it got to, like, it was annoying the shit out of, like, everybody. And finally, I turned around. I'm like, you got to just take it down a couple of decibels because I'm going deaf. I'm at a wrestling event. Like, I, I am aware of where you are. But, like, I've, yeah. I've, I've become... And maybe I'm a crotchety old man, but I used to believe you buy your ticket, you can say whatever you want. Sure. But I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> it doesn't give you, you, you bought your ticket doesn't mean you get to go to the show and be an asshole. The smarks yeah. ruined it for you. Like, it's, no, it had nothing to do with being smarks. It had to do with just like literally blowing my eardrums out. For no The guy reason. next to me took pieces of streamers and made earplugs. Because they were because, being so Yeah, loud. it was, it was mm. the worst. Uh, the show itself, for the most part, was really, really good. Um... How do you feel about that? Uh, the twist at the end. The twist at the end with the super kicks to, yeah. to uh, Cody. To Kenny, or to Ken? It's all a wash. Uh, it was. You could kind of tell it was going to happen. But I want to talk about women of honor. Matches were okay, not super great, but WWE did this and ROH did this, and I thought it was kind of funny. But they inadvertently and not on purpose kind of disrespected their women. Okay. Because. Sumi Sakai wins the ROH, the tournament to become the first woman of honor champion. And she's like crying in the ring. And she's, you know, it's, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's validation for all the work. She's been one of the longest women there, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So while she's getting congratulated and Carrie Silken hands her the belt, they put the graphic up for the six man ladder match with the Young Bucks. And the crowd all goes crazy and they start bringing ladders out from the back while she's like getting her mm. belt. And uh, oh, it's just kind of distracted. They took her away from her moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sure it was just like a time thing. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of not yeah, that cool. that sucks. And the same thing with, uh, with Charlotte Asuka, where John Cena's running to the back in the middle of, of Charlotte's kind of moment. But whatever. ROH, really, really good, but yeah. fucking long. Long, a, long. The fucking show was like five hours long. Have you had a chance to watch NXT yet? I watched the, the, the first match, the ladder match, mm -hmm. uh, last night. Uh, loved it. That's all I've seen so far, but loved it. Um... Yeah, we, we were supposed to have Kaiju at midnight, but we couldn't go to Kaiju That's, because yeah, by the time okay. we got like we got to the car and then it was murder getting out of there because the parking lot was all weird. So you um, didn't get to see your boy so no. cup of noodles. Kung Fu Chicken Noodle? Yeah. No, I got a picture with him at uh 
at uh, one of the other shows, but yeah, by the time like it was like eleven thirty mm. or no twelve thirty, and like the show had already started, and we were like, yeah, let's just go to the hotel and get a pizza. So really bummed about that because that's one of the ones we were looking forward to the most, but sacrifices had to be made. Um, I was gonna ask you. ROH was good. Uh, Kenny and Cody was not as great as I hoped it would be. I have the same opinion of that as I do of Nakamura and AJ. I was expecting more. They were good, but I Didn't was expecting live up to the hype. I was expecting greatness, and I got goodness. Hmm. I didn't see anything about their uh, about their match really, so which really, I guess kind of just... surprised me more than anything. What was super that, cool when we yeah. got to the building though was we were walking up to the building and we hear like <laughs> Scotty taped the belt. Fixer. Um, Why? <laughs> I don't know because it might be. Sadpod little... two hundred. Listen to Scotty rip a belt and then tape it for the next twenty five minutes. <laughs> Am I that boring? That... No, I'm loving your story. So we got there, and I'm like, do you hear somebody yelling in a megaphone? And we got closer. And it was Jimmy Hart? No. Oh. It was the kingdom in the van, because they were banned from the building. And they right. were like, Matt Taven was standing. Oh, no, it wasn't a megaphone. It was just him yelling. And he was on top of a van, and he was, like, screaming about how there was a conspiracy that they couldn't get in. It was really cool. Show was really good. Kerry Silken, super, super nice guy. But holy shit, was it long. Any, any, I mean, the stuff, having not seen NXT, but any regrets going to that over NXT? Uh, no. You happy what? The only positive that would have been going to NXT would have been we would have made it to Kaiju. Sure. Other yep. than that, no. I, uh, I I loved ROH. It was really like there was a lot of stuff that went really long. Yeah. So if we were to go again, which I don't think we will because this costs a fortune. Like we're like in debt because of this trip. <laughs> if I do go again, I will listen to my wife and not take on as much as we did. But yeah, yeah, well, you also want to get down there and experience as That's much true. as you can, we, we, though, we too. We did. We packed. We went to Jimmy John subs as well. How was that? Didn't see Brock Lesnar, but my sub was delicious. <laughs> Good. Now, if you compare Jimmy John's to Subway, mm. what was the superior sandwich experience? I don't know. That's a good question. That's the real thing I want to know. <laughs> I'm a big Subway guy, actually, so I have yeah. to go Subway. But it was, it, was, it was very close. Good. Um, anything else on Saturday? No. Okay. We just went back to the hotel, we got a pizza, and we went to bed. All right, well, let's talk about NXT right now. Um, You're going to give me spoiler? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, have you actually not I seen anything? Okay. I've, I've, I know everything that happened. I just haven't Good. seen it. But that ladder match was pretty... Uh, yeah, that was the first match of the night. They kicked it off with that uh, for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. 31 minutes and 24 seconds of a tremendous ladder match. I love that Ricochet's first televised move first in thing WWE he did. was a springboard shooting star to the floor. Hilarious. That's a, I point. It's exactly what I said when he did it. I'm like, that is the yep, first move that man did yep. under yeah on televised programming. Um, yeah, all of these guys are great. The beauty of this match is that you could make, and then we talked about this last week, you could make an argument that any one of them could win. Mm -hmm. So you don't have that one guy where you're like, well, he's obviously going to win. Uh, there's that mystery to it, which I think is great, and added to the fact that you, any moment somebody could pull the thing down. Yeah, if I didn't already know who would who won, I probably would have liked it even more than I did, and yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, it was it was really really good. Uh, Adam Cole ends up winning it, but there was a bunch of really cool spots. Um, what was the one that I was going to talk about the most? And it was like one of those matches where like they did a lot of crazy shit, but for the most part, it was pretty safe crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the ROH ladder match, there was a lot of unsafe crazy shit. <laughs> Meltz gave it five stars. Did he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Two well, five-star matches on this card. God bless America. <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon had uh, their match for the NXT Women's Championship. It went 12 minutes, 56 seconds. Oh, fuck. I forgot we did access on Sunday morning as well, and we saw a couple of them. We're, we're on Saturday. 
Oh, sorry. I thought we were done with me. We're doing no. it in chronological okay. I'm order. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Shayna Baszler <laughs> defeated Ember Moon by technical submission. She uh, oh, passed out. Oh, is that what they did? Okay. Um, at 1256. Uh, it, was, it was a good, decent match. I don't think it was anything crazy, necessarily. It was kind of similar to their previous match. It was the worst match on this card, and that's not saying it was a bad no, match. No, no. It was just not as memorable as all the other stuff. Because she had her in the submission for a good, probably three and a half to four minutes oh, of the really? 12 minutes that they, they wrestled. They really so established... Baszler's like, oh, dominant submission wrestler. Don't let her get you on the mat. I did like the stuff they did with her getting injured, that her shoulder was out, and she used the corner post to hit the shoulder back into place. Oh, yeah, and that shit. was kind of psycho. Um, she just looks like evil Bailey on steroids to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, like a really evil, sinister Bailey. Yeah. Uh, third match was Undisputed Era. It's like Adam- Bailey locked in a basement for five years, and she came out looking like that. <laughs> uh, or prison, for that matter. Who are we talking Prison about? Prison Bailey, uh, Jesus. Uh, Baszler. If Bailey had her boobs taken out and yeah. was really mad about it. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be very mad if that happened? True. Uh, the tag match was third Undisputed Era. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly taking on the Authors of Pain, Akam and Rezar, uh, as well as Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong for the both the NXT Tag Team Championship and the Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. This match went 11 minutes, 38 seconds. They did a great job of... Adam Cole went through one of the tables early and just kind of stayed there for the whole match because he had already wrestled the full match uh, for 30 minutes. So that was uh, well done. They had uh, Authors of Pain and uh, Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong kind of going at it for most of it uh, until, and I I, I should have seen this coming. It makes so much sense. I know. And it's I want to so thank brilliant. the boys because this is kind of what helped me get the Sapod title, the pick of taking Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roderick Strong ended up, uh, Pete Dunn had a pin. He was good. They were about to win. Roderick Strong ended up breaking up the pin, picking up Pete Dunn, hitting his move, which I don't remember what it's called. Do you know? End of heartache. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. It's also a kill switch engage song. Uh, and then, uh, pulls Kyle O'Reilly on top of Pete Dunn and, uh, they get the pin that way. Was it well done? Yes. Because yeah, in my mind, really it's well like done. the best thing ever. Um, he so Pete Dunne sold that move fucking brilliantly too, uh, and then he, you have the the cool thing about this is that it, for me anyway when it happened, you're like wait what, and then you have that three seconds where you're like, oh shit he's joining them yeah oh I forgot about that, and then he fucking points the armband takes it off Adam Cole puts it on and hands him the title and shit it was fucking brilliant. Still the highlight it. for me is Kyle O'Reilly playing air guitar on the belt. Yes. What a what a goofball. Good. I love him. There was not, from what I saw, and we were very late getting to like merch places, but there was not an Undisputed Era t-shirt to be found to be purchased. Yeah. I saw people with them, so they must have gone really fast. Maybe they only had them at NXT, but they weren't at the Superstore or mm. anything like that. But yeah, I really wanted one. Couldn't get it. They had, uh, shit, who's the other guy? Bobby Fish? Yeah, Bobby he Fish. came out with his brace at the end, and they all posed at the top of the ramp doing their thing. Yeah, do. I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> Man, what's side? <laughs> Bobby Fish. We need a picture of that for the Twitter. Uh, I thought that was a great moment. Brilliant little little ad addition into there. Um, and it completely... Yeah, Brando kind of talked about this last week when we did our picks. The only reason that we, me and him, didn't pick the Undisputed Era is because we thought that the it would look weird to have... The winner of your Dusty Roads tournament not have actually been in the tournament, but they decided to do that anyway, which mm-hmm. I think is yeah. a cool thing. 
pretty uh pretty neat thing they did. Uh, how much faith they have in all those guys too, like the Adam Cole, like all those ROH boys, pretty much. Yep. Uh, Alistair Black and Andrade Cien Almas for the NXT Championship. 18 minutes and 30 seconds in which Alistair Black wins his first NXT Championship. Uh, really good match again. I think Andrade is at peak form now, which is great. Um, it was a little weird once Alistair won that he was all smiley and shit. We're yeah. Like, oh man, it looks weird when you smile. Like, I get it, but at the same time, Stop I think it was the first that. time I'd seen him <laughs> smile, even from like watching him wrestle on the indies. Mm. And it was like it was a nice feel good moment to know that he had done it. But I was like, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Doesn't, doesn't look good. Does not look good at all. Uh, no, the match is great. I, nothing really stands out particularly, but um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the five star match that almost had before. But it was it was a very good match. What was the other five star that he gave? Gargano, uh, Gargano, Gargano. Yeah. I think uh, this one got four and a half. Okay. Uh, Black and Almas. Also, they do Gargano and Champ as the main. Yeah. Oh. Unsanctioned. Um, a fight without honor, one might even uh, say. They had uh, Drake come out without a shirt. Like, he was just wearing, like, a black WWE shirt, not a ref shirt. I saw he got an interview segment on the pre-show. I'm like, good for you, Drake. Yeah. That's, it was they, a huge weekend for Drake. He refed a, uh, a Mania match, yeah. too. Yeah. Drake's yeah. the man. Um, is the man. It's weird when you like the roster pool is so good that you're marking out for the referee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's a good dude. I enjoy him maybe more than any other ref except for that one black ref on the main roster. Oh, <laughs> the stickler for the rules yeah, ref. That's black ref. Uh, this match went 37 minutes and six seconds. Holy shit, and really? it was tremendous the whole way through. It was by no means a spot fest, it was very slow, but. It built perfectly. Uh, Ciampa is one of the best heels in the world, as far as I'm concerned right now. The world. They told um, such a good story with, like, callback spots and calling back to the Cruiserweight Classic, calling back to DIY stuff. Yeah, they uh, uh, Gargano had that moment where he's going to hit him with it, and then he kind of pulled up, stopped, and they sat beside him. He like went they to did. go sit, right? Or did uh, he fully oh, sit? Oh, they, they sat, yeah. And then he rolled him up for a pin, and then he hits the... Uh, the kick, I think, and then ends up getting the win there. And so he's reinstated NXT, but... With the brace. It was uh, another brilliant match. Those two have something that you, you... I don't know, you just can't force it. It just has to be there, right? Um, and I really, really liked it. I thought it was great. Although, although this show did go longer than it was supposed to, and I did not set my PVR to go long... Because it said, oh, oh two and a half a r- hours. Rookie mistake, bro. And rookie then, mistake. Well, no, because it always goes two hours oh, on NXT. You always, anytime you record anything I did. Anything two and a half hours. That's a half hour no, longer than they I always go. go. I was going an hour. Uh, but, yeah, it went uh, longer than that, so then we had to pull up the old The, old the double network. Double a network. And, yeah, do it that 999. way. 9 Candice LeRae ran out. Yep. And then I'm still waiting for something. I'm like, ah, even though that graphic's up, yeah, let's it, just make sure that nothing happens here. Uh, was there any uh, uh, like people in the crowd, new signee kind of things, or no? No, they didn't do anything like that. They had because um, there was rumors rumbling around the Evolve show that Keith Lee was going to be in the crowd. They showed uh, Nita Strauss, who played her part in uh, WrestleMania. That's Alice Cooper's guitarist. Oh, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they showed anybody else oh, okay. at ringside. Yeah, there were some rumors going around. I think but... there were some New Orleans Saints at ringside. Yeah. But that was about it. Yeah, there wasn't any wrestlers okay. by any means. So, um, yeah, it was a really, really good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm looking Talked forward to checking the rest of it up. 
All right. Now we can talk about Sunday. What'd you do on Sunday? Oh, shoot. I think I might. I don't know if I set my PR to go long now that I think about it. For <laughs> I guess I might have to pull up the number two. So Sunday morning we had uh, the last um, access session, which was 9 o'clock to noon, which was kind of cool because it had the finals of all those weird tournament thingies they were doing. So we watched a couple of matches while we were down there. Uh, what did we see? We saw Undisputed Era against somebody. I forget who. I think it was Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. Was it Adam Cole? No, we didn't see Adam Cole. We saw Shayna Baszler. So it was Strong and, and somebody. what's his name? Defending yes. the titles? Yes. Okay. And we saw one other match. I forget. And then they introduced the Bella Twins. We were like, okay, screw this. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> and we went. Free we walked around. Um, access. You know, I'm, I'm mixed on access because I'm not a stand in line for autographs kind of guy. So you can do access for me in like an hour if you don't want to stay, stay and watch the matches. Sure. Um, you know, we got to see some cool memorabilia and stuff. And they had like the old ECW entranceway set up, which I marked out for and got a picture there. Of course. And they had like, I don't know if you remember the old WCW Nitro entranceway with the big, yeah, steel the big letters. WCW yep. logos. They yeah, had yeah. those there. The Elimination Chamber was set up with the colognes inside to get a picture taken with the colognes, who I love, but I'm not going to stand in line. Sure. Um, they don't climb the chamber this year. What's that? Anyone climb the chamber this year? Uh, not that I saw. They had the big foam pit ring, which my 60, like everybody in line was like a eight, nine, seven year old kid. And my 16 year old son got in line and he jumped into the foam pit, which is kind of funny. Good. And you could do your own entrance and you could record a promo and all that stuff that I'm not really into. I like to go see the memorabilia. Too marky for you? No, I just, it's just not my thing. Like they Too had marky. all the, uh, uh, the statues, like the dusty statue sure. and, the, yeah. and the Andre, those were cool and. Yeah, we kind of cruised through that, and while we went to the uh, the superstore, which was cool, bought some stuff at the superstore. What'd you get? Just some T-shirts. I got the Ko Mania three one, and I got the nice. New World Orleans NWO one, and I got a couple of WrestleMania shirts. And so wait, it says got, New World Orleans. Yeah, it's like NWO logo instead yeah. of New World Order. It says New World Orleans. That's cool. And they had like an Ultimate Warrior one, where like the logo Ultimate Warrior face paint logo was wearing like a New Orleans hat and stuff. Got a Kalisto t-shirt for little boy, and yeah. Then we went home and had a nap. And I still think that they are dumb for not having a physical Hall of Fame yet, because I would totally go to a Hall of Fame. There was talk that they were going to do one in Orlando, yeah, but never and nothing ever came of it, which mm-hmm. is a shame in my opinion. And then we uh, went down to Wrestling Mania a little bit early, because they were doing like this big block party thing. They had this cover band playing cover songs, and they were selling beer outside, which was kind of cool. So I had a butt light outside. Nice. Got in line, went in, sat down, and had a really good roast beef grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> and watched WrestleMania. How is the process of getting in? Because I know the last— it, well, it was smooth as hell. Yeah. Like they said, doors were going to open at 2.30. So we went down there a little bit early, and you know, Braden had a Coke, and I had a beer outside, and we watched this weird cover band play. And then we went and got in line at about 2 o'clock and 2.30— 235-ish, doors open, we got in, went all the way up to the 500 level, found our seats, smooth as hell. Really, yeah. I was worried that it was going to be one of those, we're going to miss a pre-show match kind of things, but sure. no, it was, it was super smooth. Yeah, pre-show and actually on a side, unrelated good. note, the people of New Orleans, fantastically nice. Yeah. Everybody's super, super cool. Good. That's a good thing. Like, I want to go back there and actually, like, check the city out and stuff, because the little bit we saw was really cool, so I'd like to see more. That's good to know. All right, um, WrestleMania was on the Sunday, and you were there for it. Speaking of long. The pre-show 
Uh, first match was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which went 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, no surprises in this match as far as entrance or people in it. The moment where the match start, started and there was no entrances, I was like, well, fuck any surprise picks like a big cast or anything like well, that. Well, I mean, they did that two years ago, though, where Baron Corbin was just in the ring randomly. Yeah. Like, he didn't get an entrance or anything. So. But everybody was Did there. anybody get their own entrance? I feel like somebody did. Not not on TV, they didn't. Because I know the girls, they did. A few of them got yep. their own. But Which, that was even weirder, I think. Women are more important than men nowadays, apparently. Oh, hot takes. Hot takes. I feel like somebody... Plus, you're going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I feel like somebody did, but maybe I'm rewriting history. Mm. Either way, uh, Matt Hardy ended up winning by last eliminating Baron Corbin. Uh, with some help from a returning Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I tried not to watch the screen for like the whole night. I'm like, if I pay this money, I'm going to watch the ring and not the screen because I could have just watched it all. So there's times during both the Battle Royals where I was like, who is that? Hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was all right. Yeah, I was surprised they brought Bray back um, without any real change. Like not even like like the Brother Nero contacts or something, like a little detail to just know, nope. okay, he's he's just his broken now. someone else's gimmick later this night. Yeah, that's true. Um, they were, yeah, yeah, but I don't. I just it was okay. R- Rollins had like white contacts in. Did he? Yeah. Oh, they were. Blue. It was all part. See, of, I haven't oh. watched the, the the show yet. Yeah, like, they're all part TV, of his. So uh, I gotta his Game of Thrones. Because people white were like Walker. sending me, yeah, you sent me a message. Are oh, the special effects on the screen like are they real? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Could you what? see the 3D pancakes in real no, life? I did not you see actually it. texted him to ask him that question. Okay, I was the only one asking. <laughs> you know, my wife, my you wife, are the biggest no, mark. My wife asked no, it's too. More special effects. Though. That makes sense. Your wife doesn't watch all the time. She also asked if the ads on the glass and hockey games are real too. Well, that so. fucks with me. I can understand that one. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't the only one. Colton Kelly asked that too. So I got to go back and watch because I don't know kids. what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you're not these, missing much. They have these 3D laser effects. They were kind of hit or miss. The Miz's one was what cool. What are you doing over there? There's a milk crate I'm playing with. It's making so <laughs> much noise. I didn't bring a beverage or a vape. I'm really fidgety today. Do you want this? Yeah, sure. Thanks, big guy. That's going to keep him quiet. I'm willing to sacrifice my other Diet Coke. <laughs> Warren, I did that for you, buddy. It's good Thank time you. to be alive. Step on 200. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not to brag, but I uh, I did pick Matt Hardy correct. Oh, so. did you really? Yeah. That kind of blew my mind you picked that, and it was right. It I blew pre- my own mind, actually. <laughs> I appreciate the reminder on picks, and we honestly meant to do them, but we just nah, forgot it's it. All good. It's okay. We didn't need you to compete. No. Nope. Nope. That helped pave the way for Scotty's victory. <laughs> uh, pre-show match number two, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali for the vacant Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, 12 minutes, 20 seconds. Pretty good match. Really good match. I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought the match was really cool, and I was kind of being a mark in the sense of, like, watching Cedric Alexander walk down the ramp going, like, I wonder what he's thinking right now. Like, going sure, from, yeah, you know, small little indie shows like PWA, now he's at, like, the pinnacle, like him and Mustafa. Because I know as soon as the pin happened, he, like, kind of gave him a hug, and they you could said see something to him, which was really cool. But love the match. That was really good. Yeah, me and too. They, I, there was a couple of seconds where I'm like, oh, he's going to take this. Yeah, we were biting on some false finishes, too. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better match, even though it was on the pre-show. Yeah, and and for a match that I, for no reason other than I just don't watch the show, I didn't really care about it, and I thought it was still really good. So that's a good thing too, I think. Um. Uh, the uh, the women's battle royal was the third and final pre-show match. 
I didn't know half the chicks that were in this thing. I was like, I kept asking Brayden, like, who's that in the orange? And he's like, oh, that's so-and-so. I'm like, oh, okay. That's Manjula. Manjula Deep. Where the hell that is. Manjula. Is that really the name, or are you being a dick right now? No, that's her name. She's an Indian wrestler. <laughs> no, you have this look on your face like you know something I don't. No, her name is Manjula Deep. That's not her name at all. Middle, middle name Balls. <laughs> Manjula Balls Deep. You didn't have to say the whole thing. I got the joke. But yeah, thanks. well, Warren needed it. No, no, I think Warren got it, too. Did you get to it find out what her name is. <laughs> Manjula Deep! Manjula Kavita Devi, I think. Kavit, Manjula, India, yeah, yeah, Kavita Devi. <laughs> See, I know that name. I don't know Manjula. <laughs> Just making up names now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, the best moments of the, the NXT two- girls kind of teamed up together in this match. Yeah, I don't know why they felt like like I get the who was the first one that they all ganged up on. I don't really remember. I don't remember either. It was a week. It was a week ago. Carmella, I think it was Carmella. Yeah, Carmella was the first girl thrown. But out. then they went to Dana Brooke, who is not a yes, heel, I and that I was weird. don't understand why she was targeted out of nowhere. And Dana Brooke isn't a threat. No, you know what I mean. No, like, it's not like oh, they took out a heel and then like a really big threat, yeah. like uh, a Nia Jax. She was in it, right? Or, no, you know, yeah, someone exactly. Of... Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but I think it was just to get the numbers so that they were even between NXT and and main roster. Yeah. Because then they did this whole thing where they kind of faced off and it's NXT cool teamed up. It's cool to see some and... of those like NXT girls you hadn't seen in a while, like a Dakota Kai. Yeah, yeah, and I thought they all looked uh, really good as well. Um, they did a bit of a swerve at the end where they did the thing with Bailey and Sasha being the last two, which I loved. Um, yeah, they still should have had their own match, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Bailey eliminated Sasha. Thought she won, but Naomi. I was so pissed about I, this. I didn't. I had no clue on this. Usually, I'm good at being like, okay, she didn't get eliminated, so she's gonna win. I did not yeah, even notice, notice her getting tossed or uh, sliding out. But uh, Naomi ended up going up from behind and throwing her out. I picked Becky Lynch. I, think I, had I was Sasha. gonna pick Becky Lynch too. And I think Brando. I don't remember who Brando had. I think Brando had Bailey. Does that sound right? Maybe. Yeah. So like, but like, I was pissed that they took away from Bailey's moment here. Would have been a great moment for her to finally like one up on Sasha Banks, and instead they just give it to a lady because she's banging the news. So <laughs> I don't oh, think that's taking away from Botchamania. I gotta watch from her moment yeah. at all. And you, I don't think you get special treatment because you're banging an USO. No, I think she was. Maybe if you're banging an Undertaker or a Cena, or that a Brian, makes more sense. or a McMahon. Brando picked Carmella, who was eliminated first. Oh. <laughs> so rough go for Brando on that one. All right, first match of the main roster uh, was the Inter- uh, Intercontinental Championship. There was pyro match. and explosions, and it made me happy. Yeah, not not as much as there has been in the previous years, but they did have some, which they was good. They did blow some stuff up. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins came out in his White Walker Game of Thrones-inspired thing, uh, which people had to tell me what it was because I didn't know what it was. Uh, the Miz came out. He did not bring the Miz Taraj with him, sent them to the he back. sent them away. And then Finn Balor came out, and he is okay. Uh, question for you a guys: a fan here. of the gay people. I was expecting the demon. I was expecting did, the demon too, especially, especially when he was coming out last. I was like, "Oh, Brain and I were like, oh, we're gonna get demon." They like to tease the demon before yeah. it happens, and they yeah. didn't. So I assumed that they wouldn't. This although, might... although if we get a rainbow demon one day, did Finn Balor come out? And like, this isn't me trying to be. Oh, Scott is just saying this to get a reaction because we had a genuine discussion about it at Mania. 
Was that Finn Balor coming out as a gay guy? No. The way he came out with the no. crowd? No. I just think he's very much into that. Everyone yeah, like, inclusion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I believe he is dating a woman right now. I don't know who it is. I thought he was dating Carl Anderson from the way they call each other babe. Not trying to get a reaction or anything. No, I think just, no, you know, I am because, just because not... you support gay rights doesn't mean you're gay, Scotty. Yeah, what? That's not how that works. I thought that's how it worked. No, I did like kidding. the way, like, like when he did the whole hand thing, everything lit up. And yeah. Was, it was super cool. It, just um, seeing that many people do that with him, yeah. too, is always great. That's yeah. always a great visual. Yeah, it was. And from our vantage point, like, we were second row on the 500, so we could see everything. It was, like, like especially, like, the yes-yeses. No doubt. It was really cool. Uh, this one, I think, might be my match of the night. This one might have stole the whole show right this from the was beginning. My it was really good. Yeah, I, uh, I really liked it, too. I... When we were watching the pre-show, we were trying to discuss what do you think goes on first, what do you think goes on first, and this is what I picked, and it was we were doing for that, that exact reason. <laughs> um, because I think that this was going to be one of the best wrestling matches on the card, or should have been one of them anyway. But uh, no, it was really, really good. 15 minutes, 30 seconds, Seth Rollins ends up winning. Um, uh, so he's the new Intercontinental Champion, which... I don't know how much I like that necessarily. I think Finn would have benefited more from this That's title. I was, I was going to pick. Um, but I do think they're going to do Rollins and Finn moving forward anyway. Mm-hmm. So Finn will probably win it at some point down the line. I was hoping to see Rollins win it. Yeah. At WrestleMania 30, what match was he in? He cashed in. No, that was 31. No, it was 31. No, oh, right. Was he was even 31. on 30? Were the Shield a- was in a match, weren't they? What, was, what did the Shield do at WrestleMania 30? Look how quick uh, Warren is on the old internet. Yeah. I love it. High speeds. Uh, Kane, New Age Outlaws. Six-man oh, tag match. <laughs> Two minutes, 56 seconds. <laughs> well, this was substantially better than that. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka in a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. 13 minutes and five seconds in which Charlotte wins and ends the streak. Via submission, um, I couldn't I fucking it was, believe it. I had an Undertaker guy like mouth open, <clears throat> like look on my face when that because I did not expect that finish. At all. No, not at all. Especially on the first figure eight, like she didn't even lock it in multiple times. And you're telling the story of oh her leg just couldn't take it. It was just first time she got it in, and that was it. Game over. It was a good match, but like it was weirdly paced. I thought it was a great match. I thought this was this was my match of the night. Although I did like the first one, I, yeah. I thought this was my match of the night for sure. I, I lost like side bets on this that I had with people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just thought like, they're like, oh, I bet you Charlotte wins. I was like, I'll take that bet at ten bucks a piece to two people. Oh, eat some money. Yeah. Well, it just like it seemed like such a sure thing, like the Oscar streak. Um, the more I think about it now, the more I don't necessarily like the fact that she lost the streak. Um, but I think it just plays into the whole you prefer the chase over mm-hmm. her being the champion and just running through everyone. But I just that that Ronda match it it just writes itself to have that streak still intact yep. one year from now and have her do something with Ronda. I think that I mean the match R- is still going to happen, but yeah, it just makes more sense to have that extra thing of could have had a much more money build. Kind is of Ronda going to be the first one to break the streak? But anyways. Uh, no cash in either, which I thought uh, might still happen, although it didn't really make sense the way the match ended. That's so. when Cena ran to the back. 
I like that they had him actually at ringside. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Like I didn't realize it until there was like there was a big group of people in the one corner on the floor, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And some of the guys were like, "Oh, Cena's sitting in the crowd," and they put him up on the screen. I was like, "That's kind of awesome." Yeah, I guess he had, like I don't know if they showed it, but he like he had a beer while he was down yeah, there. Yeah, he was having a couple beers. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> I here's the question: Was it real beer? And B, was he actually drinking it? Because you never saw him drink it. You always oh, saw really? him holding it, oh, but you I, never saw him I drink it. I heard he had a beer. That's all I know. So I think he might have been handing it off to people, and they were drinking it for him. That man know. never drank a duff in his life. Kayfabe in his beer? Well, I mean, technically they aren't allowed to drink within 12 hours of the show or whatever it is, 24 hours of a match. That is not a rule that I am. Wellness policy. I swear I've heard really? that somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to look into that with my Do connections. It. Don't. <laughs> and then I won't be able to talk about what I find out. Hmm. <laughs> Yo, you'll just tell us after the pod. Yep. Wink. Fatal four-way match for the United States Championship went 18, uh, eight minutes, sorry, in 15 seconds. Uh, Rusev continues to be extremely over. Did not come out in a tank, okay, so nor two is, tanks, which um, I was kind of hoping for. Um, so in the, the lineup to get in, huge Rusev Day chance, like crazy. Once the doors open, everybody got in their seats during the pre-show when there was nothing going on, which was there was a lot of downtime because they didn't even give us anything to watch on the screen. Huge Rusev Day chance. I expected when he came out, the place would come unglued. I don't know how it came off on TV, but when he came out, it was a big pop, but it wasn't. I was expecting like a Daniel Bryan size, like enormous pop, and it really wasn't. I thought the same thing. It wasn't as big as really I thought weird. it was going to be. Um, but yeah, no, he definitely got a, a, a bit of a pop when he came out, but I, I thought the same thing, that it was going to be a lot louder. Than it was. Um, it was people's devastation when they realized he wasn't on two tanks. That's true. Yeah, you expect something big from him, don't you? Uh, Jinder Mahal ends up winning this oh, match. I was so happy and everybody was so mad around us. Yeah. So I just kept it kind of quietly to myself. But I was like, oh, Jinder, good for you, brother. I, I Yeah, <laughs> that is a cool thing. They're, they're still trying to keep him in the top half of the card, which is good. Um, but yeah, it surprised me. I didn't, uh, none of us picked him to win. No, nobody had Jinder. In fact, when we were making our picks, he was the first guy that we all ruled out. I might have done an offer on this whole pay per view. Now that I think about it, I yeah. might have gone offer. Um, really, you picked Triple H and Stephanie McMahon? To oh win? no, okay, okay. never mind. I have gone. I <laughs> Kurt Angle and Ronda you Rousey. Did you pick Daniel Bryan and Shane? No, you're the only one that picked Daniel Bryan and Shane. I oh. don't know what I would have picked on that one. Yeah. Well, that one to me was obvious. Uh, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey defeated Triple H and Stephanie McMahon via submission at 20 minutes and 40 seconds. I thought this was actually a really, really good match. This too. is way better than I thought it was going to be. I this is I don't want to sound like a complete dink because I don't know her, but I was so proud of her. She did so good. Yeah, no, like, she I heard killed from it. A couple of people that like a bit at the beginning was kind of sloppy. I was really far away, so again, I got to watch it on TV. But I thought that went so well. Steph is like, great. Stephanie did great. And yeah. Like, like kudos all around. It went really, really well. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and she like, had to be nervous as fuck. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Because that's a lot of people. And and to be doing this for the first, first time in front yeah. of all these people. I mean, yes. Uh, but yeah, I know. Stephanie helped a lot. Triple H was great in allowing her to do some stuff to him, too. And um, it's weird that Kurt's an afterthought in a match like yep. this. But he, he totally was, right? And Drake was the ref in this match, right? Yeah. I know he refereed something important. Yeah, I don't it was know this one. Yeah. Which I just think Triple Angle H loves look? that guy. Did Angle look okay? Like, I thought so. Because when other we, than his neck being like a mile wide. When we were in the lobby of our hotel, went through the elevator. I was listening to these two guys talking. This one guy's like, "Hope oh, I never see Angle wrestle again. He looked like shit. It's over." Blah blah blah. So again, I'll have to go back and watch. I it. I didn't think it was horrible by any means. I think he was just being like super Mark. I mean, I don't think we're gonna ever get a five star match no. out of him again. But I don't know who's expecting that. But yeah, so. no, I, I I thought the motorcycle entrance for for yep. uh, Triple H and stuff. I heard that Stephanie spit the water. I didn't see it. 
I maybe I might she not did. have been paying attention, yeah. but not well, but she did yeah. it. But uh, no, I thought that it, it couldn't have gone better. To which people in our viewing party were mocking her because she didn't do it very well. I'm like, have you ever tried that? It's, it's not really easy hard. to I'm do really it the way Triple H does it with the extra little bit at the end yep. and the. I'm really good at it, but it you takes know, years of practice. I've been to spitting be... for years. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at my joke, Scotty. Oh, oh, he's on his phone over there. He's not even. Li- God, things never change. Two hundred episodes. 200 Scotty's episodes still on his phone. Still staying on his phone. Uh, triple threat match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Bludgeon Brothers defeated the Usos and the New Day in a surprisingly quick and not really eventful match. Braden and I were thirsty. So during the introductions of this match, I was like, or after the New Day came out, because I wanted to see what they were going to do, uh, I ran up to the lobby just to get a couple of sodas and... I couldn't have been gone for for very long. I'd gone up. I had gone. I was in line. I paid for the sodas. I was turning around, and I heard ding, ding, ding. I'm like, oh, that was quick. So I didn't see that match at all. Yeah. But uh sounds like it was pretty quick. It, I, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, especially when you make this big deal about Usos finally getting on a WrestleMania card, and they get to have their match, and then they did essentially nothing and kind of got squashed in five minutes. Didn't leave an impression on anybody. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't know what whether it was a time crunch or... I mean, they did go after the the tag match, so maybe the tag match went longer than they thought they were going to. That's a possibility. I don't know. I don't. It was just super also, weird. Needed now, those minutes. The uh, thing is, that being said, they own their network, so they can go as long as they want. Exactly. They but, didn't seem too concerned at Hall of Fame going five. Was well, there? And there's no curfew law or anything like that in New Orleans, right? I'm sure, like no one's going to be shutting them down. Yeah. Um, and then we go from one quick match to another quick match. The Undertaker and John Cena went two minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, Cena got to the ring in his gear now after the ref had told him something at ringside. And I did I did really love his all-out full 110 sprint up the ramp. Like, man, the GIF possibilities that you can yeah. use with this are just, they're, they're endless. Um, but uh, you had him come out, and then the ref came out again, the same ref. Uh, not the one that was going to be refereeing the match, came out and, and said, I don't know, kind of shrugged his shoulders, whatever, he's not coming. And then um, John starts heading up the ramp, and then that's when they killed the lights. I love that they put the the hat and the jacket back in the okay, ring. Well, first of all, you missed the whole Elias thing. Didn't. Oh, oh yeah, right. Elias, yeah, came, Elias out. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. memorable. Yeah. yeah I so, forgot I mean, about Elias that. got his, his WrestleMania appearance and his payoff. The hat and jacket thing was really cool, and I'll tell for me anyway, just because I like I noticed stupid shit. But the hat and jacket was in the ring, and they struck it with lightning or whatever the fuck they did, and then the lights went out again. And the hat and jacket they had it on like a thread or a string. Oh, okay. So they just some guy at ringside just pulled it, and it just slid out of the ring. And I was like, that's the coolest thing. Like I like behind the scenes because that's what I do is behind the scenes shit. So totally. Like I thought like some guy would have to go in and grab it, but no, he just fucking pulled it. Yanked and then, it quickly. Yeah, it was huh. pretty sweet. That is pretty cool. And then old Taker showed up and did his walk. And the fight, the, it was kind of funny, too. Like, when they shot the big fire things up, we were in the middle on the 500 level, and we could, like, feel the warmth. So the yeah. people down and, like, was on that the floor, hot? they must have got cooked up a little bit. I remember that even from, like, Kane's pyro back yeah. in the day, that it would uh, was a little warm. <clears throat> but it was um, cool to see him, you know, do his thing, and we got a little three-minute squash, and, yeah, it was all good. What do we think about the match? It was fine. Again, I... It's I'm, a little weird. Like... I might have a different, like... Being there compared to watching, I might sure. have a different opinion, but I mean, it was fine. I think I would have liked a little bit more from it, um, like a little bit more offense from John, and then you build up. Like, I, I'm not saying have him kick out of three tombstones and have this big long drag out. That's fine. You want to do one tombstone and end it, but I felt like there could have been a little bit more 
just based on how they built it of yeah. like, oh, this will he, won't he, and then he finally shows up and you're all excited and then you turn around three times and it's over. Um, but I, I still thought it was great. I mean, it's it's The Undertaker. So. Somebody spill the water on my program. Piss me off. Did, do you I'm still have your program? Yeah. I, that Rusev thing is my favorite thing that I've ever seen in my life. What Rusev thing? They He's added just in. his head, not his body, on the match graphic because he got thrown into that fatal four-way at the last minute. Oh, I'll have to go back and look. It's literally like it's the vacant black shoulders and arms and just his head oh, is really? floating in the background. <laughs> I'm going to have to go look it at that. It is brilliant. <laughs> um, I wonder why they took Elias out of the Battle Royal because he was officially entered in there, as was Mike Kanellis, uh, who oh, did not show Kanellis up Oh, they took That would have been nice to see him get yeah. back in there. I like um, Mike Bennett. But on the WWE website, both guys were announced as being in that match, and neither mm. were. Really? So I don't know if they just wanted to only use Elias for this or – what they wanted to do with it, but anyways. Uh, then we went into Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, 15 minutes, 25 seconds. Um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon win, therefore Owens and Zayn are off SmackDown. I don't like the way they work this just because they killed the crowd on their own mm. with the, the stretcher angle. Hey, I don't like stretcher angles to begin with. Like They never used it, but they brought it out. But, I mean, the guy you wanted to see was Daniel Bryan. And as soon as they, like, took him out and he was laying on the ground, the crowd was dead. Like, nobody was concerned. It was just Shane McMahon's in there. There's no chance for a hot tag, so no one's going to get all excited. So that whole heat on Shane McMahon was, like, it was dead in there. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I thought it wasn't as good as I kind of hoped it would be. I also was kind of hoping for some sort of a swerve or a heel turn or mm -hmm. something to happen in this match, and it didn't. Um, so I think my expectations were maybe a little too high for this match. It wasn't bad by any means, but it just kind of left me wanting more. Again. But it was awesome to see D-Bride back in the ring. Though. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, definitely. I'm very, I feel very privileged that I got to be there. And you could see it, how much he was, you know, soaking it all into, um, how much it meant to him, which is pretty cool. Scotty, anything to say, or are you on your I phone really over there? I really enjoyed that for the most part, uh, they kind of wrote Daniel Bryan off for part of the match, but which helped make it more believable of like, oh shit, is he hurt? Like you're kind of, you're talking to whoever's around you, but like shit, Bryan hasn't been in here for a while. But I liked it for the most part. But it was also pretty like, like I, Daniel Bryan had to win his first match back. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was expecting the Shane, the Shane turn or the Daniel turn even. Um, more so the Shane. He barely made that cross the ring dropkick. Yeah. <laughs> barely made it. For a guy with burr verticulitis. Diverticulitis? Yeah. Close, what's, close. what's burr verticulitis? Uh, it's where, I got burr verticulitis. I got burr verticulitis. It's where you're cold and you got diverticulitis. <laughs> Kills you to your bones that aren't doing Scotty's well. Scotty's on cold. fire. Uh, yeah. For a guy who had diverticulitis or whatever, he fucking did pretty good on that coast-to-coast. -coast we argument. literally just told you what it was, and you already forgot it. Berverticulitis. And then he goes with derv, because it's a combination of dive and berv. Derverticulitis. Isn't that the guys that hang out with ginger? Dive yep. and berv? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, fuck. Do you see the... It's a little off topic here, but uh, the camera that was on Marl Ronaldo for TakeOver? Yes, yeah, so I love that. That was just beautiful. The guy's so into his own job of a com being a what commentator. Camera? They just had like a GoPro on the table facing oh, him really? to get his reaction. And was he and like... Mur, mur, mur. He was standing up. It. He's like, by God! You got to do it because uh, you're better at it. Yeah, Warren's the best. Yeah, Warren's the best. I'm surprised Warren's never done a, hey, this is Marl Ronaldo, and you're listening... Don't tell me! Don't tell me! Kidding me! Oh, Moro. Cole trying to sap the strength out of Killian Dane! 
Wow! <laughs> a Vader bomb with Cole on his back! Sullivan has feasted And then this video is five minutes long of just him <laughs> losing his boy fucking boy mind. Sandwiches. Oh my god! <laughs> Talk about turning a negative into, into a, positive. a positive! Ricochet is the gif that keeps on giving! The gif that keeps on giving. <laughs> He's great. He uh, is one of the best. Cool moral. All right. Uh, Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss for if the... If you put a camera on me while I'm doing PWA commentary, it would just be like me with a Red Bull and being like, okay. Comes... Me shaking my head yeah, here beside comes, you. Here comes Colton Kelly. You stupid idiot. <laughs> uh, 10 minutes and 15 seconds this went. Nia Jackson oh, yeah. picks up the win. Uh, no surprise there. The match was good. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought they were going to go with this first. That was my pick for opener, but I was way wrong. Um, Naya got a lot of hate for what she was wearing, which I'm like, did you not, did you not follow the, the whole storyline of this match that you're not supposed to bully people? Mm-hmm. They built her up Nia's as this, outfit. this whole the heartwarming thing. And then my whole, everyone in my apartment's like, oh yeah, maybe don't wear something. What are you talking about? She what, looks great. What was wrong with it? I guess it was like sheer skin colored and did a lot of lace and see-through and stuff. And yeah. People didn't like the boob window she had apparently. And that the gold was very like. Boob window? Yeah, that's what they're called. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know girls who call dresses have a boob window. It's where the, the little gap there. Window for your boobs. Yeah. Window for your boobs, if you will. Mm. Helps your boobs Can get you do the it sunlight. in your Dusty Rose voice? <laughs> it's a window for your boobs, baby, <laughs> if you weave. I thought the match was fine. I thought what she was wearing was fine. I'm a big Naya fan. I love Naya. My, my, nice... my, when she first came on and like my joke of Naya has has... has Blossomed into an actual like I'm I'm a, I'm a Naya fan. Me too. Yeah, I know I really enjoyed her too. I thought it was a great moment when she won too. Um, got to hang out with the family at ringside. She and, hugged the Rock's mom. Yep, because they almost died in a car crash together. Yep, come full circle. Moment. I'm surprised at uh, WrestleMania they weren't pimping Rampage or Blockers more. Well, they're not WWE productions. Yeah. Yeah, but like like Vince ain't getting no money out of that. Also, Dwayne's not there. So okay, but the Cena one. Vince don't get no money out of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles and Shitsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship went 20 minutes and 20 seconds in which AJ Styles defended Styles defended his uh, title. And then afterwards, we had what will be looked back on as, I think, a great moment. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura turning heel on AJ Styles, low-blowing him after he passes him the title and is bowing at his knees. And I stuff. was just waiting for this to like kick into that next gear, and it never did. Heel turn was great though, and like the stomps on the head. I was looking for that kind of stuff during the match. Like, sure. the, like I don't know. It was like good, not great. It like, is the same, downside of booking same. a match with two faces. I think yeah. that it's tough to to make it work to tell that story without one of them being coming off as a dick. So yeah. same it, way I looked at Kenny and Cody from the ROH show. It was good, not great. I just I feel like for both of those matches, our expectations may have been too high. Totally, that's, that's no, true. No, absolutely. I like, I could say that for this whole card as as a whole from WrestleMania. I came out of it kind of being like, ah, that wasn't great, but it was because I, for weeks, was saying this is shaping up to be one of the best WrestleMania tires of all time. on it so hard, right? Yeah, yeah, and like I think it was for me, it was tough because I wanted it to be as good as the Wrestle Kingdom main event they had, and it definitely it wasn't. was not. Um, we'll we'll get more, obviously. But oh yeah, for sure. It's you want to think that at WrestleMania is when they give you their best stuff, and they I don't think they did at but all. I wanted them to blow the full load. You know what I mean? Give totally. me all the spots, all the stuff. He yep. wanted that match all over his face, yeah. dripping from his chin. Blah, Nakamura and Just AJ go right through your <laughs> boob, window. boob window, right in the boob window. <laughs> get her hand in there. 
Um, <laughs> Braun Strowman. And... I'm going to tweet hashtag Boobindo right now. Just do it. I'm doing it. Uh, and Nicholas defeated Cesaro and Sheamus that for the Raw so Women or Raw Tag Team Championship at four minutes even. I hated this. This was stupid. This was stupid. But I enjoy the meme part of it. It would have been better had it not been the second to last match of the night. Like, I don't know why they decided to put it here. Because as you're getting in and more and more matches are going down, you're like, wow, this broad match is going on late. It's got to be someone It's got to be somebody fucking great that they're bringing in to be his tag team partner. And then they do this. And you're like, as much as it's like, oh, that's such a cool moment for John Cone's kid. Sweet. Uh, I just, I don't care. Like, I, it's just such a fucking thing to just do for the sake of doing. Is it bad? My first thought was, like, before I knew that it was, like, the ref's kid, I was like, oh, this kid probably has, like, two weeks to That's live. That's not, and, like, I'm not offended by that because I think that crossed everybody's yeah, mind. Yeah, like, I definitely and, thought like, this was, like, thought, a make-a-wish. This is the most fucked up make-a-wish I've ever seen. And I'm not trying to be, like, a joke. No, no, it's fair. Everyone was, thought it. like, we were all pretty burned out by the time of this, but I think this is a perfect example because uh, I like to think I know myself pretty well. If I was watching this at home, I probably would have fucking hated it. But there, it was fun. Sure. So, I don't know. It was just, it was it was weird. Yeah. I, I like think... the float that uh, that Cesaro and Sheamus came out on. Yeah. No, that and was then, cool. like, the, the, the guys ran away. It was kind of mm. funny. It was weird, Because when though. it first came out, I was like, what the fuck is that? Are we getting, like, a weird musical performance? I don't know. And I didn't notice they were on until I saw on the big screen. I was like, oh, Sheamus and Cesaro. That's yeah, cool. we were robbed of a Kid Rock musical performance. No, he was never slated to perform. I know, but we were robbed of it. I don't think anyone's ever been robbed. Can't of be robbed of something that never existed. Yeah. Okay, I missed this part from uh, Triple H's uh, or most of Kid Rock's like speech, but I caught the little bit where Triple H said, "When you hear Bam Bicky Dang 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 Dicky Dicky, <laughs> it takes you back to a certain point in your life." It's not the words. What is it, Warren? Ba with the ba. Oh, it's ba with the ba. That's the name of the song. I thought it was ba ba. Uh, never mind. I'm done. <laughs> it's bang a dang a dang. Bang a dang dicky dicky. <laughs> Jesus. Shit up, drop yeah, the it boogie. Yeah, it was a weird thing. And then I thought to myself when I was walking out of there, I'm like, man, Nicholas and I both have the same number of wins this year. <laughs> uh, that, he's the youngest WWE champion ever mm-hmm. at 10 years old. Yep. Move over, Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I gave you that Diet Coke so you wouldn't play with that thing anymore. Uh, main that's, event. Oh, that's off mic yelling. I've learned how to. I'm an expert at it now. Was uh, Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. 15 minutes, 55 seconds of a very strangely booked match. People are assholes. I fucking hate everyone. Wrestling fans are the worst. I agree. Yeah. I thought it was stupid that they they did what they did, the fans, that is. Well, However, this is where they brought out their beach balls they had all smuggled in, and they're throwing these. It was very distracting. They pulled and all like, their beach balls. Where like, were people pulling them out of? I don't know. But there was, like, Butts? beach balls all over the fucking place. And then, like, people probably, chanting, this is awful and like, stuff. Like... I don't know. I, again, maybe I'm just a curmudgeonly old man, but like, I was trying to watch the match, and from what I saw, I thought it was okay. I thought I just thought it was very strangely booked. But like, the, it's like, kind of a catch twenty two in that, based on the finish that they had, which Brock Lesnar ended up winning this match, which I think surprised everybody big time. Um, I think that crowd is expecting him Reigns to win, so you book it that way to give you that special surprise at the end of, oh, shit, Roman Reigns didn't win. However, when you have him kicking out of F5 after F5 after F5, and you're under the assumption that he's going to eventually win, I started hating it too because I'm like, well, fuck me. Like, this is, like, the most predictable thing ever because he keeps kicking it out. But you can't book it that way unless you have that finish. But the fans, like, there was no winning, I think, in this match at all. That's the problem with it. 
Um, Does it mean the Roman experiment has failed? No. No, definitely not. It's just going to continue to keep going? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's going to win it in... God damn. Yeah, two weeks. Where is it? Saudi Arabia? One next week. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be the most frustrating thing, and it's like two episode or 200 episodes of We should get of together pod. and watch that. It's on at like noon our time or like 10 in the morning. Yeah, it's on at like, I think a... Because like a 50-man rumble sounds like super fun. Breakfast buffet. I think at one point they should have 30 guys in the ring. Sure. Just because. Anyway, sorry. You were the saying? The most frustrating thing is that in 200 episodes of Sapod, how many times have I been told Brock Lesnar's contract is going to be over? This is the last time I'll see him wrestle. And I get all excited. And then and he's like, back again. And then it's like, like I don't really like Roman Reigns. But I was ready for, okay, the main event of this mania, he's going to get the belt and we're going to get a move on with our lives. And then Brock won, and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I think the crazy part is that in 200 episodes of this podcast, you have not been able to find the value of Brock Lesnar. That's what blows my mind the most. It just like I can't like like I can't believe that you are actively looking forward to him leaving. I get I get like having a part time champion yeah. like that. I, I totally totally like, understand. They did a good job in the build to Mania for me to get behind Roman, where he's like, at least I'm here every sure. week, and I'm like, you are here every week. You know what? Give the guy the strap. But yeah, like that's just crazy. Like you're right, and like some things just don't change in wrestling and the mm-hmm. how it's subjective. I'll probably never be into Brock Lesnar. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania as a whole, what the, did we think? The ending of it was really weird because, like, I almost thought that they fucked up or something because, like, Brock grabbed his belt and he just booked it out. He didn't stay and celebrate. He was gone. There was people looking at um, Reigns for, like, a really long time. And I was hanging out in my seat because I thought, like, I was texting people, like, are they still on the air? Like, what's going on? Because it was just very dry. And I was waiting for, like, the big end-of-show pyro explosion that I wanted to see. And it never came and it never came. And then they started taking... Uh, rains out, so I'm like, all right. Well, I guess. This well, that's is the it. thing on so, TV. They did like they went immediately into a video package, like the highlights of the show, mm-hmm. as they always do for WrestleMania, and then they came back to Roman getting carried out by the refs. And you're like, oh, they are going to do something. And then they just have five seconds or you know, maybe 15 seconds of no commentary, nothing of him getting helped to the back, and then the logo came up, and then they went off the air. Like it was, it was a very, very cold, weird ending so to the whole show. we left, and we were up in the concourse, and we both had to go to the bathroom. So we went into the bathroom, and while I was peeing in the big trough, because they have really, like, the big <laughs> pee troughs, which is a side note, JoJo's like, thank you, everybody, for attending WrestleMania. And then they did the big pyro thing. So they didn't even do the big pyro on TV? Nope. So there's no way for me to even see it? So, yeah, like, the big pyro thing went off when I was in the bathroom, and I'm like, that's a moment I'm never going to get back. Because that was one of my favorite it. parts at the end of of the WrestleMania 31 that I went to. Especially, it was a babyface champion win, right? But like they piled the shit out of that place, especially because it was outside. But yeah, it was a really weird ending. Like I was texting like Andy and, and the guys, like, are they still in the air? What's going on? Because it seemed like something Very was strange. something was off. Um, I do know that they. Well, I don't know for a fact, but I've read on on a couple sources. I think Meltzer was one of them that they changed the outcome of this match the day of or maybe the day prior that nobody knew about it, not even the ref until the match started. Yeah, like the ref I heard was told to count three during the match in his um, earpiece, so Yeah. Poor so Roman, he's always Roman's like parents were there again going, What's going on? <laughs> Bullshit <laughs> They were pissed off that last time, yeah. weren't they? That's good. Uh as it compares to thirty one, which you were also at. Um which one was better? Oh, which one did you like more? Know. 31 will always be special because it was the first one I went to, but this it was a long day, but it was a really fun day. It was a really good show. There was good wrestling and yeah, no complaints. Like nothing outright sucked. Yeah. I think uh I think it failed to deliver my albeit high expectations as a whole show. 
Um, but WrestleMania is WrestleMania, and yeah. I'm never going to dislike a WrestleMania. Yep. And then we went so. back to the hotel, and we ordered Domino's online. Domino's, eh? Yep. It was good. Didn't think to try, like, a local place, get some, like, crawfish pizza. They talk about crawfish all the time. There's, like, <laughs> big, there's, like, a crawfish festival. Like, I'm going to go back for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I it was it was it was a tremendous. The whole weekend was awesome. Like it couldn't have gone better. Like even I was nervous about driving through New Orleans, but once we kind of got our bearings, mm. we only took a couple of wrong turns going from the airport to the hotel. But once we kind of got ourselves together, like it, it was fantastic. What do you think? Like seven out of ten, as good as a whole, I guess. Yep. Some, yeah, I'd some, go seven and a half. There was some stuff there. that you're like, what? I can't believe like the Charlotte thing. But I'm not that mad about it. I like that. I like you like, gotta have your moments, right? It just it sucked yeah. that like Cena then ran through. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. But uh, and then like the Brock Lesnar thing, like I don't even I don't even dislike that that much. Just yeah. because it was such a massive surprise yeah. too that and then, nobody oh, was expecting it. And then all of a sudden Roman Reigns became Clifford, the big red dog. <laughs> Comedy is very much alive. Because he was embarrassed. Gentlemen. No, because no, he, he bled he was like a pig so much. Oh, right. I forgot I about to that. Because I heard it was like, really Like, that bad. blood was fucking gnarly. It was. Like, I Remember? heard he was. He got him good. Right in the perfect spot, too. Right. Speaking right of the sound pod memory. Well, remember the time yep. I called you when, like, the to opening of it. Raw? Yep. Where I was like, Brock Lesnar's bleeding. Like, like, I haven't started it yet. <laughs> <laughs> calling him marking out on the phone. Yeah, he was very excited. I miss you. I got to call you more often marking out. <laughs> very excited about blood being on Monday Night Raw. Smash Martian? What? Oh, that's one of your favorite snap pod memories? That was a good and, one. And uh, the boat has flown. That boat has flown. Don't rollerblade with hot sauce. When your mom showed up, that yeah. was pretty good, too. Also classic. I'm sure those will all be in the emails that we'll read later on. Is there lots of emails? That's my favorite part of Sapod. There is. But first, we're going to do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. So I just did the stupidest thing ever in my head. I was like, how come the little red lights on the microphones aren't lit up? And then I was like, because you're not on the air, stupid. Could you imagine if we were, though? <laughs> Man, the ratings would be through the roof. Yep, they sure would. How's the text line doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit that we're listening to? Who's Undertaker? <laughs> Horse? Um, yeah, I just pulled some stuff. It's my usual stuff that's all over the map, but I'm going to cruise through this really quickly because my wife made meatball taquitos, I just found out. Ooh. Homemade, and I really want to go home and eat them. Uh, Rich Swan appeared at CZW's Best of the Best event over the weekend. It won all a couple of matches before uh, losing to Joe Gacy. Uh, I'm hearing about Joe Gacy more than I have in the uh, past, like, nine months. I was excited to see Joe Gacy at the old Joey Janela spring break. Uh, apparently several wrestlers in ROH tweeted out about a fight backstage at the Steel City Excellence show. All the tweets were deleted. I don't know if it's real or if it's not real or if it really happened. Wait, who fought who? Doesn't say. <sighs> I'm going to say, I'm going to make something up. I'm going to say Cheeseburger fought Will Ferrara. That's my Yeah, guess. Cheeseburger is sick of Ferrara shit. I love, che I popped when Cheeseburger came out and almost got killed by Bully Ray in a segment that was really long and took up a lot of time. Anyway. Impact Wrestling has a pay-per-view April 22nd uh, featuring Austin Aries versus Pentagon Jr. versus Phoenix for the Impact Championship. Matt Seidel versus Petey Williams for the X Division title. LAX versus Eli Drake and Scott Steiner. Ali versus Sue Young. Tommy Dreamer, Eddie Edwards, and Moose versus OVE. 
And Ishimori Desmond or versus Desmond Xavier versus El Hijo del Fantasma versus Brian Cage versus DJZ versus Trevor Lee. This pay-per-view on paper actually sounds like it might not be too bad. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, DJZ was on a couple of the shows that I went to, and he comes out with like this weird, like colorful mask, helmet thing, and he like has this thing where he just like points his finger to the sky and yells DJ, and the go- it goes burr, 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 burr. and I was like, awesome. That is pretty good. I like the it DJ. Reminded, it reminded me of uh, of Fabian Ribeiro. I thought he was the only guy who had musical cues, but anyway. Also, I, I know that we struggle sometimes to get Scotty to look up from his phone. Yep. But as I just learned, all you have to say is the word Scott Steiner. Yeah. He immediately jolts up <laughs> he like had it's a 33% Christmas morning. Chance of winning. <laughs> I'm loving that Scott Steiner is an impact again. <laughs> um, apparently, Velveteen Dream is being considered for a move up to the main roster, which I think is unfortunate because I think that he will settle into the Tyler Breeze sort of. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Just, I have. Very little hope for anybody who comes up these days. It, oh, yeah. I mean, based on the track record, yeah. that's a very valid concern to have. But I feel like he has a better grasp on his character than he does. most people, if not all people in the company right mm-hmm. now. But I guess we'll find out who I gets concur. called up. Uh, apparently, John Cena is still the number one merchandise seller. Roman Reigns and AJ Styles are said to be dueling for the number two spot. Other strong merch sellers, New Day, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and Braun Strowman. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people wearing Braun Strowman shirts just over. Oh, can maybe. we talk about his parents? Oh yeah, let his us parents talk. are I the saw a greatest. Of his dad, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Have you seen his dad when he was young though? Because Warren's well, ba- also... back on the computer again. He play. He was a big fastball player, apparently. Oh really? He was a what? Uh, slow baller, slow pitcher, fastballer. Like what? I don't uh, know what like the hell? Fastball or slow ball? Like slow pitch? Baseball. baseball. Oh, yeah. baseball. All right. The basketball oh. and slow ball are a couple of things that your lady might do for you tonight. If basketball? You know. <laughs> basketball? I was watching basketball last that's night. A, that's a great movie. I love baseball. They're the oh. same person. Like, it's it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen somebody look exactly like yeah. their father that's that way. That's tremendous. Uh, yeah, he looks like the biggest beauty in the world. Yeah. That's He's all I need beast. to say. Uh, where was I? Triple A have announced that Rey Mysterio will be competing on the promotion's upcoming Verano de Escandelo event on June 3rd in Monterrey, Mexico. Candelo. The WrestleMania 34 DVD will not include the Hall of Fame for the first time since, I believe, 2005 because it was so fucking long. Yeah, they couldn't fit Hillbilly Jims all the way in there. Um, three-disc set will include all three matches from the kickoff show. The and Hillbilly I heard, Hog. I heard a rumor that the... Uh, uh, NXT show was actually to be on the WrestleMania DVD. I don't know if that's true or not, but whatever. Uh, AJ Styles DVD is scheduled to come out um, later this year. It's going to be a match compilation format. No. Oh. And finally... I'd like a documentary for Styles. I would too. Mm. Interesting though, they used uh, at least one or two TNA pictures during the hype video for the AJ Styles Nakamura match. I heard Because he had the NWA title in them. I heard they also used some like way more Japanese stuff. They had her picture him with the IWGP title as well, which I thought was kind of weird. And then they mentioned TNA on Raw, which I thought was kind of weird. Anyway, let's play top 10 most watched WWE Network shows of the week. WrestleMania. WrestleMania 34 was number one. Kickoff. Uh, Actually, no, NXT will be two. Uh, WrestleMania, or sorry, uh, NXT TakeOver New Orleans was number two. Kickoff show for both. Takeover pre-show was number four. Really? Uh, WrestleMania pre-show was not on here. Seriously? Wow. Um, Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame is number three, so you've got the first four. NXT for that week? uh, No. Whatever the fuck they aired. NXT for that week was 14th. 
205 Live this past week didn't crack the top 20, apparently. Mm. Which is weird, because NXT right now is really, really good. The, the 24, whatever they put out after Mania, or Monday. The WWE 24 Empowered, the women's one, was oh. number 9. Last year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania 33 was number 8. The year before WrestleMania, WrestleMania. 30. No. Oh. Fuck his New Orleans, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Is there another WrestleMania on there? WrestleMania's Greatest Moments. WrestleMania Rewind? was number 5. Which was a weird, weird list that they I didn't, put together I didn't for watch that. it. What was number 1? Oh, shit. What was number 1? I don't remember. It was like, I think it was a fan vote, or they played it off as a fan vote. So, like, Undertaker's streak ending was, like, number 9. Really? Like, how the fuck is that not number one, you idiots? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was a weird list. Okay, do you want me to just go through this then? Yeah. Okay, so number 10 was the 2018 Royal Rumble. Number nine was WWE 24 Empowered. Number eight was WrestleMania 33. Number seven was Ride Along with Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal, and Sunil Singh. It's pretty good. Number six was WWE <laughs> Chronicle Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What is that? I don't know what that is either. I'd like to watch it, though. Okay. Uh, five was WrestleMania Greatest Moments. Four was TakeOver Pre-Show. Three was Hall of Fame. Two was TakeOver. And one was Wrestling Mania 34. And that is all I have for news. All right. I'm not talking oh. about all this Rusev stuff about whether he's going or whether he's staying because I think it's all a work. And I agree. But uh, we can talk about the fact that he was added to a match with The Undertaker at the Greatest Royal Rumble in a casket match, to which he tweeted out, Bury Me Softly, which made me laugh. Bury Me Softly, brother. Which, um, that's hilarious. And then they pulled him from the match with the storyline being Lana didn't want him to do it. And, yeah, it's all work. That's I'm convinced it's all work. I have not, I have no comment here or there. Okay. I think that he's being treated very poorly because they edited out uh, the Well, that chant. doesn't surprise me at all, though. They yeah. wanted them to chant AJ Styles, and they chanted Rusev first. Where? On the YouTube On SmackDown? Video. Paige comes out and she's all like, "Only on the YouTube video, Who not on SmackDown." Who do you want to see? Oh, and everyone's like, okay. "Rusev Day, Rusev Day," and then on the YouTube they just made it cut to the oh, really? AJ okay. Styles part. Yeah. Uh, and Helico and Jack Evans have left Lucha Underground. They're done the taping for the next season, but they will no longer be working with. That's what season <clears throat> season four season four, which apparently is being filmed in four weeks, the whole season. Yeah, Ooh, it's a lot of work. That is they a lot of work. Always kind of filmed them in about. About a month time. Mm-hmm. On a side note, some of those Evolve guys worked real hard that weekend. Like Matt Riddle worked like three matches in one day and like three like good matches. Like a lot of these yeah. guys were like David Starr worked a bunch of matches. Good job worked... on a lot of those guys. Like Osprey getting like just booked like crazy getting their names out there. He got banged up as fuck and he on the uh, um, the progress show. Like he had got his neck hurt a little bit in the WWE Super Show the night before and he's like, uh, I don't want to take the day off. I want to honor all my commitments, so we're going to do a mixed tag match instead. So, like, he still wanted to work. Did he work with Bia Presley? He worked with somebody against somebody and somebody else. It's all a Riveting. fucking blur, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look it up if you want to know that bad. I will. Maybe <laughs> I will. It was Kaylee Ray. Ew. And I, don't I know. hear a lot of things about her. When I was at NXT or at uh, Access, we were watching some of the matches. I saw. Um, Tony Storm talking to Mark Carano. Nice. Like right next to us. I almost went up to him and I was like, sign Michael Richard Blaze, but I thought he'd be pissed if I did that, so I did. <laughs> sign me. I'm 1 uh, 0 oh this That's year. That's right. I'm undefeated. That's right. I this retired year. Andy Anderson. That was one of my favorite tweets you made. Oh, I got in trouble, by the way, for saying that I retired Andy Anderson because he said it's not true. He said that I got him fired, but he's it's not. It's true. Ah. So I've been spreading falsehoods and misinformation. Oh, and I got heat. Yep. You I'll moron. To, I'll have to beat him again. 
Um, so there was this whole reported incident involving Brock Lesnar after WrestleMania where he went backstage to the gorilla, got heated somehow with Vince McMahon through his title at Vince or at the wall. Shane was reportedly involved in it. Shane um, chased after his car, apparently. Apparently it's all a work. It's the, all going to play in are we somehow. See footage of this at some point? Probably. They're working the boys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what the thought process is behind that, but uh, it was a complete work designed to manipulate pro wrestling news sites who they knew the news would leak to, or it was severely overhyped, says somebody from this website. Um, they're being worked in by publishing that story. Uh, also, can we talk about the fact that Aiden English shaved his head between matches? In between, yeah. That That's was genius. Interesting. Genius. To the point where when he came out for the Rusev match, we were like, was his head shaved earlier? I don't think it was. And then we went back and looked, and sure enough, it was not. Um, That's a little Easter egg there. You got to watch closely. It's true. It's a good uh, good thing. Uh, Rusev tweeted out to Aiden English, apparently, and said, going to miss you, bud. So he's really working that angle. Uh, you talked about Rich Swan already. Uh, there's ROH taping. Spoilers. Should I not talk about those? No, you can. That's fine. There's only one thing that I thought jumped off the page at What's me. that? Two local guys were having a match when Bully Ray came out, beat them up. Cheeseburger came out, got in Bully's face. Joe Coff fired Bully as the enforcer. Bully said he's now wrestler again coming out of retirement. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he did like a heel turny sort of thing at the uh, Supercard show. Mm. All right. Kota Ibushi and Hangman Page was really good. Hangman Page, underrated. Yep. Everybody says he's like the least interesting guy in Bullet Club. I don't agree. Not true at all. Good news, everyone. Brooke Hogan says she's considering a return to wrestling. Oh, oh. when was she in wrestling? <laughs> she married Bully uh, Ray. She, was dating she had her Bully titty Ray. pop out. No, but she didn't wrestle. Big old titty. Big old titty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Big old bitty. 20, 20 inch <laughs> python titty, brother. <laughs> Does she have a boob window? Uh, she did that day. Yeah, she did that day. <laughs> the window was she wide left it open. Somebody yeah. opened the window. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tremendous. All right, let's do rock. Still hate to use an old theme. The Smoothie King Center in New Orleans, Louisiana. How was this venue? This is where they did all the fame, I assume. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, no complaints. Did you get a smoothie whilst at uh, the Smoothie King no, Center? No, I wanted to, though, but uh, I did not. But did they had Smoothie King set up in there, and they had them in the Superdome as well. But no. No smoothies? No. Jimmy John's Subs was my only real interesting food. Well, that's a shame. Also, Dave and Buster's. Yes, Dave and Buster's was pretty cool. What video games did you see? We played Walking Dead. We played some racing thing. Um, we played a lot of like those, like, Ski ball and basketball and stuff like that. We played a game of air hockey. Yeah, it was fun. Good times had by all. And a 20-ounce beer was like five bucks. <laughs> right on. Half yeah. water, though. That's the problem. What? It's watered down. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Well, whatever. Well, just their percentage isn't as high as it is up here. That's all. Oh, you know, I thought you were saying that I'd Dave take, and Buster's oh, like, is infamous for no, like watering no. down oh, their no, beer. Oh, no, I like American beer. I'd like, take I'd lower like... percentage for a lower price, though, any yep. day of the week. Mm-hmm. Five bucks for one of those. Yes, please. Yep. We had some boneless wings. It was a good time. Flavors you have. Flavors of what? Wings? Yeah. Just barbecue. What wrestlers you guys meet? Didn't Brady get pictures? Oh, we, ta- we talked to quite a few people. Like, we talked to These Matt... are the stories I'm the most interested in. Uh, nothing. Sorry, like, bro. No, like, real cool story. Uh, no, we talked to Matt Riddle a couple of times. Did he call you guys bro? Yep. 
he was super nice, super nice guy. We talked to Will Ospreay's uh, wife or girlfriend or whatever. Uh, I talked to Dan Severn. He told me that Chris Dickinson stiffed him, and he's like, hey, dude, it's like a worked MMA match. Take it easy. Wait, who said that Dickinson stiffed him? Dan Severn. Oh, nice. In the, the Bloodsport show. Um, frick, we talked to a lot of people. I can't remember everybody who we talked to. Did you get to meet Gabe Sapolsky again? Uh, no, he sat in a chair next to me, but he looked really grumpy, so I didn't say anything to him. Fair enough. So I did not meet Gabe Sapolsky. How's the lawsuit going, Gabe? Mm, no, that's over. That's all done. Oh, it is? The Flow Slam thing? Yeah. Yep, they kind of, I don't know if it was they threw it out or whatever, but yeah, it sounds oh. like everything's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, we... How's the Rob Feinstein story I, going? I, I uh, shook Nick Gage's hand and lived to tell about it, which was cool. I just thought, like, he was sitting there watching the Progress show at the GCW table. I'm like... Well, you don't not go and say hi to Nick Gage just because he's fucking Nick Gage. So I went and I, you know, said it was been a fan for a while and it was good to see him. And he shook my hand and said, "Thanks, man." And he did. Yeah. Did you did. ask him where the nearest bank nope, was? No, nope. he didn't murder me or anything. So he um, got robbed a bank. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, he's the one who did that. Braden bought a shirt from Pentagon Junior, which is oh, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we did. We talked to a bunch of people. I can't remember any of them now. Like it's all escaping my head. Who is the coolest? Like as a human being. The uh, Matt person. Riddle was really, really chill. Matt he's Riddle, baked. Yeah, he was. He was a really, really cool guy. Dan. Severin, stoners are the nicest. Yeah, Dan Severin was a really cool guy too. The guys from Kaiju were nice. The guys from because uh, he's been hitting head enough that yeah. he. Who was Cup of like Noodles? Do you know who is behind Cup of Noodles? It's not Cup of Noodles. It was Kung Fu Chicken Noodle, and no, I have no idea. Okay. We get. Yep, I can't remember anybody else. I know there was. I'm if glad. Comes... You, I just always like to hear who the coolest guy they yeah. talked to was. Because, yeah. like, a couple years ago, it was Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and Gargano now, was really cool. Yeah, no way. Now uh, look where Johnny is now. So, hopefully Matt one day Riddle Matt Riddle. was really, like, he took time for everybody. He took pictures. And, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I'm glad never, to hear that. Check He'll that shirt out. Look fed. at that shirt. Look yeah. at it. That shirt's Where did you see the shirt? Karachi Vice. No. Nice. That is pretty dope. King of Bros. King of Bro. He didn't have the the NWO Bro one in my size, which oh. kind of bummed me out because I wanted to get it. I'm happy with the ones I got. Thanks once again, Boris. All good, bro. Sorry, Joey Janela is so greedy. Bro. Bro. Thanks Everyone, for the stuff you bought me, too. I gave him money. Not he enough. owes me money. Oh, yeah. Good point. Everybody <laughs> stop yelling at me. You're ruining Sandpot 200. <laughs> Uh, the Smoothie King Center, Monday Night Raw. The show opened with Stephanie McMahon coming to the ring with her arm in a sling. That rhymed. She took credit for Ronda Rousey's great debut, then welcomed Rousey to the ring. Uh, said Rousey uh, is a smart businesswoman, should partner with her so they can do great things. Then she introduced her friend, uh, brought Rousey out, shook her hand, hugged her, um, and then Rousey put her in an arm bar uh, on her already injured arm. And then she was helped to the back afterwards. You're totally burying the lead on this, though, because I'm surprised that this hasn't become more of a big deal. But I could have swear when she came out and she started doing her promo, she was talking about how there's a lot of uh, uh, foreign people from other countries at Raw because it's the Raw after WrestleMania. And she said, I could tell, I could smell it on the way down to the ring. So she's like basically saying that foreign people smell. I was like, whoa, Steph, <laughs> let's back that up it's a little, little bit. It's a little racy. And I like the announcer's like, this is a special Raw where the, they'll boo the people yeah, that they don't have really to boo. Do that that. But Every I thought year. the fans, for the most part, this was one of the least yeah. asshole-ish no, totally. after Mania crowd. But I thought her saying that foreign people smelled was really funny. Yeah. The whole segment up with Rousey was pretty good, but I mean, we got to move on now. The Stephanie thing's over. She's got to be an active regular. Well, and I assume this is getting Stephanie off TV for a while is what this is going to do. Here's hoping. 
Uh, WWE announced that there will be a superstar shakeup on Raw and SmackDown next week, except we won't get to see it up here, or at least not live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can watch it live, but it's on Sportsnet Not, not now. when you work till 7. You can't watch it live. Or whenever well, you want, I guess I should say. Well, you wouldn't watch it live anyway. Uh, but I have to wait till Wednesday now to watch it, period. No, there's ways. I'm not. I, no, <laughs> I don't want to go on nefarious. I'm the media business. I cannot afford to oh, you support such heinousness. You are the biggest bullshitter I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, no, apparently Sportsnet now, the website where they stream stuff, is going to be playing it live. So you can watch it online yeah. live if you want. But if not, you got to wait. Is that me? What the fuck was that? Just a quick little Seven couple beats. Oh, that might be the advertisement boom, on the, uh, the website there. Boom, boom. Uh, new Raw Women's Champion Nia Jax came to the ring. Alexa Bliss and Nia came out to taunt her. That's when Nia Jax, very quickly, albeit, they didn't even give much time for suspense here, introduced her new teammate, which is uh, former NXT Women's Champion Ember Moon. The first surprise of the night was oh, Ember fuck. Moon. Her entrance was great at WrestleMania, as was Shinsuke's, which we did not talk about either. Whose entrance was great at WrestleMania? Ember's. What did she do? They did something yeah, cool with her? Lizzie Hale came out and sang her song for her. Oh, at uh, Takeover. Oh, yeah. who? Yeah, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I thought. Uh... And Alice Cooper. Nope. No, he was not on either show. <laughs> no, uh, but did she also play guitar in Alice Cooper's band? Nope, that's Nita Strauss. Oh, she but she she did, did Shinsuke. Okay. Yeah, not sorry. That is two different people. I okay. didn't. I just you didn't you know. whitest. <laughs> you, you think all white people look the same? It was yeah, funny man. because I didn't realize that the guitar player was a girl until three quarters of the way through the entrance. That's when fair. I looked up at the big screen, I was like, "Oh, it's a girl." It's because long hair. But uh, your yeah, ginger boards. Uh, Shinsuke's entrance was really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, were we surprised by Ember Moon making her debut? Yeah. No, it made sense for the call up. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was about time. Her and Nijax defeated Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Moon got the pin for her team after hitting Bliss with the Eclipse. You know, for as as not, I don't want to call it high risk because there's really not a lot of risk to it, but potential for fuck up as the as there is with that move. She nails it every time. Yeah, most of the time it goes she, really well. I can think of once where she kind of sort of missed it. Other than that, like it's she's pretty good fucking, at hitting the mark on it. Yeah, it's good, which is a good thing. Uh, backstage, Braun Strowman and Nicholas relinquished the tag team championship to Kurt Angle because Nicholas is in the fourth grade. He has uh, conflicts like recess and math. But once he graduates, we're going to be back, and everyone's going to get these hands. I did like that. I, I thought that was like adorable. That. Um, You did like it or didn't like I did, it? yeah, that he got to say a little, little like, line. I, I like that moment, though I don't like the mania moment still. Sure. Just because, like, I don't know, they built it up yeah. like it could have been like so much more. I agree. Uh, no Way Jose made his debut against John Skyler. Oh, I could have cared less. Uh, the debuting Jose, who will be here since mentioned as Adam Rose 2.0, won his <laughs> knockout uh, with his knockout punch finisher for the pin. He has an entourage, just like Adam Rose did when he made his. It's like it's the same yeah, thing. I, don't I can't wait for the next time the dub rolls through here and like Colton Kelly and MRB get to be in the conga line. Okay. I have. Uh, I don't have a high. What about me? Why can't I be in the conga line? Oh yeah, true. You know what? You're uh, you're a good guy. You're in quote air quotes retiring people. So yeah, you can be in the conga <laughs> line too. I don't have high hopes for No Way Jose, but I've never really been a big Jose guy. This one came out of nowhere because he hasn't even been on NXT in months. Yeah, yeah now. that I didn't expect. So the funniest part was that they didn't even like build it up. Like they're just like coming back from in next a vignette. Break. Yeah, yeah. No Way Jose next... debuts, and you're like, oh. Which You're not fine. even going to like have a big surprise moment where the music hits. and For him, like, that's fine. If it was somebody big and they yeah. did that, I'd probably be more upset. But for him... The, the glass ceiling is very low for him. Yep. Like, if you were talking about someone who's going to be the next 
Tyler Breeze or something like that, but Adam Rose is the perfect analogy. The only thing that No Way Jose has going for him is he's a bigger guy. Sure. And that might help Velveteen Dream as well. Yep. Although I don't... Like I think Velveteen Dream works bo- as both a babyface and a heel mm-hmm. because I think people can like him. I can't see No Way Jose being a heel ever. The no, dude's name wait. is No Way Jose. Like you'd... No, wait. Don't Kurt Angle informed the Bar that they will get their tag title rematch at the Greatest Royal Rumble against three other teams who will earn their spots via a tag team eliminator tournament. The Eliminator. Yes, the Eliminator. Don't call it a tournament. Uh, tag team eliminator match. Revival defeated Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Uh, Revival events next week's eliminator match. Revival won by Pinfall and Anderson after hitting the Shatter Machine. That's a bummer. I hope that... Uh... Gallows and Anderson moved to SmackDown on the shakeup. Really? Yeah. After just putting them with Balor for the first time? I hope they all go over. Okay. To be fair. I yep. think Balor needs to go over, too. I just feel like there's too many baby faces fighting for the same couple titles. Sure. Put all three of them there. Leave AJ over there, too. Then you have that potential. Yeah. I'm all right with that plan. They could take on the uh, the foreigners and Nakamura and whoever his other... They uh, smell. I'll, uh, yeah. A day with Tommy. Uh, Ginger, b- b- quit b- making that curry in the locker room, Steph said. Jesus. <laughs> Seth Rollins came to the <laughs> ring to celebrate his Intercontinental and Grand Slam championship. Finn Balor came out and said uh, Rollins deserves it, but he wants to be the first to challenge Rollins because he didn't lose. Rollins shook his hand and accepted, but then Miz returned, uh, or came out, sorry, and said that he is owed his mandatory rematch. Rollins offered to have the rematch right now. Miz wants it at Backlash. Jeff Hardy's music hit. He makes his return. With some rainbow stuff too, um, and then Jeff Miz Hardy and the Miz Garage departed. What? So did Jeff Hardy also come out as a yes. gay man? No, no, no he's, he's married too. He sucks a lot of pole. It was all—it's uh, wow. all a cover. Elton John had a wife at one point, I think. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose defeated Sasha Banks. Bailey made her entrance before the match started. Stood in Banks' corner when the fight spilled to the outside. Mandy shoved Bailey. Uh, with the referee distracted by absolution, Bailey tried to hit Mandy, but ended up hitting Banks instead. With Banks uh, looking at Bailey, Rose hit a running knee and got the pin. Afterwards, Paige announced on the microphone uh, that she was officially retiring from in-ring competition. Uh, really made it seem like she was going elsewhere. She had to find something new for herself, um, separating the her way they from. Did it after the match like that, yeah, to have her just out there and then just. Okay, oh, oh, by, by the way, way, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I've been done for a while. So, Hanging yeah. up the skates. Good good to know. Um, Elias was in the ring to run down the WrestleMania crowd perform a special concert. He was interrupted by returning Bobby Lashley, who beat Elias down. And I missed the whole segment because our router sucks, and I had to restart it, and it fucking fucked everything up. Oh, I'm glad that I didn't get the blame on this he one. He did that. Uh... No, it's because it took it 12 times for me to restart it. Oh, really? So you okay. told me that. I was like, oh, let me know when we're in a commercial. Yeah. Then you did, and then it took me like 15 okay. minutes just to restart. The okay, because yeah, so. then you texted me, and I was like, oh, "I'm sorry." No, like, no, it was I just don't care sucked. about Bobby Lashley. And, and the weird thing was, is that like, me and Brandon are watching it, and we're like, "Okay, Bobby Lashley's got to be in this final segment," because we're both assuming that he's going to show up. And we're like, "Well, why the fuck would he be in this like weird like mid card thing with Jeff Hardy and Finn Balor and Ron? like how does he, how does this work?" And then as that match is about to start, Michael Cole's like, "What a night it's been! We saw the return of Bobby Lashley." I'm like. Wait, what? <laughs> we what? And then I looked it up, and I'm like, yeah, we missed the big thing there. Uh, he did that one facial expression that he does. Surprise? Yeah. No, just that look. Hmm. He gave new music, yeah. which I thought was yeah, weird. I, I figured they'd give him the old same music. Nobody cares about I Bobby I couldn't even Lashley. tell you what Bobby Lashley's old music was. 
Bobby, he fired up on the old do, computer. Do, thing. Do, do. It's very generic. Bobby Lashley's here to fight. Um, MVP tweeted out something along the lines of, I see Bobby Lashley's back there. Hey, at Kenny King, what are you doing? Or something like that. Yeah, and he's taking a leave of absence from Ring of Honor for a little while, Kenny King is. He they lost should do his it. title on... Uh, what was their stable called in Impact again, TNA? Beatdown Clan. Yeah. The BDC. They should do it. But I have Apollo Crews in there and Titus O'Neil. Apollo. Uh, yes. Titus Apollo. Worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide! Uh, backstage, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens approached Kurt Angle looking for a job. Angle said uh, that TNA might be hiring, which is pretty oh, funny. Oh, the crowd was all like, oh! Uh, he said he only has one spot in his roster, and they can fight for it later. Uh, he said he had no room for a tag team as well in this uh, backstage segment. And then we went to Heath Slater and Rhino in the ring, feeling disrespected for being left out of the Eliminator. Slater challenged anyone in the back to the mat to a match to which the Authors of Pain made their debut. They defeated Slater and Rhino by pinfall with the last chapter after the match. They left Paul Ellering behind. He was walking up the ramp, and then they kind of pushed him back, and that's, I guess, the end of that. I, I don't really care. Why, why do this on Raw and not on NXT? NXT, yeah, and explain it where, like, oh, I got you guys to the big show. You don't need me anymore or something like that. It's just a weird thing to just have them debut with Paul and then immediately drop him. Yeah. It's like, okay, unless it leads to him finding another tag team to bring up to the main roster to combat them at some point. But I don't know. It was just a weird thing. It like wasn't a, a well-told. I don't know why story. you just—they lost the match on Saturday, so have them get mad, pissed off, be like, "Fuck you, Paul. We're done with you." And then I don't know. It was very strange. Uh, Roman Reigns came to the ring, talked up a steel cage match with Brock Lesnar at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, did kind of like a work shoot-ish promo yeah. of like, "Oh, Vince wouldn't even look me in the eye, and I could tell something was off," and. Kind of like towing that line of nobody knew that the match was going to end that way, and he was pretending like he also didn't know. And it, yeah, I thought it was interesting the way he did this. Um, you get the return of uh, Samoa Joe here, who comes out, uh, said once Reigns falls, fails again against Lesnar, he'll be waiting to fight him at Backlash. So we're going back to that program. It was good to see Hawaiian John back again. That poor bastard. Been around for two manias yep. and missed them both. Yep. Yeah, that that does suck for Joe. He'll make it to New York. I love that uh, logo for next year's Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are a tag team, and they defeated the aforementioned Worldwide. Uh, Hardy got the pin on Apollo after a combination Sister Abigail and Twist of Fate. They face the Revival next week with the winner going on to face DeBar for the tag titles at the Greatest Royal Rumble. They're going to win, right? Is that what we're all thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. Uh, again, after WrestleMania, I don't know who the hell is going to win anything anymore. It's true. It's anything can happen in the wild world of WWE. Just nice to at least keep us guessing a little bit. Definitely. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens went to a no contest. Neither the man was able to get to his feet before the referee finished his ten count on a double knockdown. So neither man won the open Raw roster position. Little predictable, <clears throat> um, but at least they didn't. Do like a double count out. It was well. I mean, it was a double count out, but it wasn't like an a ring oh, out count out. That's what oh, I thought it was going to be. Walk. Yeah. So it was, I guess, a slightly different thing. But uh, I think almost everyone was probably expecting that it was going to end that way. That neither would end up getting the spot. 
Uh, Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins defeated The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas. Rollins got the pin on Miz after a curb stomp. After the match, all three men hit their finishers on Axel and Dallas. Apparently they did a beach ball party after the show went off the air as well. I, I saw mention of that. What they just So they uh, handed out beach I balls? I no and idea. I haven't seen it. I just heard about it. Let them These were all the ones we confiscated last night at Mania. So no, now you can have them back. There's no second end in confiscated. Confiscated? Is that what you said? Okay. Confin skated. There's a couple words I just can't say. Confin Balor. Balor club. Like participation. Brown Strawman. Brown. Brown. Participation award. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't given one of those out in a while. I still have it saved on my computer, you know. What is it? The Sapod. Precipitation. What is it? Precipitation. I don't know what this is. Precipitation award. What did we give it out? No, it's just he said it, so I made a oh, I see little ribbon. Yes, yes. Thing. I think the, that was right around when the Miz was giving out precipitation awards. Mm-hmm. So we were giving out a precipitation award, <laughs> and then the rain, the chance of precipitation. Yep. See, that's the right word. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm saying yeah. it wrong. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know how to say it right. No, you just said the right word for the rain, though. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know how to say that one. I don't know how to say SmackDown at the Smoothie Center. Meatball taquitos. Smoothie King Center from New Orleans, Louisiana. Louisiana hot sauce brought to you by. Show up with Shane McMahon. I don't think that's true. I got it's our next sponsorship we're working on. <laughs> First Bark Box, now Louisiana Hot Bark, bark Box? There's another sap hot memory. <laughs> the fuck is Bark Scotty Box? You show us up. Hey, I might get a sponsor for us. Oh, cool. What is it? Bark Box. <laughs> you mean like the dog supply thing? Yep. Okay. I don't know how that works on a wrestling podcast, but we all almost, right. We almost got it. We did. When the big dog needs something for his big dog, I mean, he goes to Bark Box. Yes. Remember Junkyard Dog? He's dead, <laughs> but your dog doesn't have to be if you get BarkBox. Remember the dog-faced gremlin, Rick Steiner? We'll get you some treats for your own dog-faced gremlin BG, with BarkBox. BG Use music. promo code SAPOD for 15% off your order. Good. BarkBox. BarkBox. Are they even in business still? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Google them. Oh, Warren's doing it. Sure is. Sure nice. is. Yeah. Another sapod memory. Remember when Warren oh, had that like dog a crate? for a little bit? Like, oh, it is. It's like pro wrestling crate, but yeah. like for your fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should get that for Spike and Molly. Oh, fuck Spike and Molly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I literally hate Show up with Shane McMahon. He thanked the fans for helping make WrestleMania 34 a success and praised the return of Daniel Bryan. He said that he accepted Daniel Bryan's letter of resignation and then introduced the new SmackDown Live general manager, Paige. How do you guys feel about about this? I thought it was great. That's all right. I think she's a really good choice for that. Uh, I think it was the easy way to get Daniel off because I wasn't totally sure of how they were going to have him lose his way out or or something to to not be the GM anymore. I think it makes total sense for him to be like, okay, I'm a wrestler again, so I don't really want to do this GM thing. And I like this is better than Paige being a mouthpiece for Absolution. I agree. I think this is those girls are probably going to get split up in the the superstar shakeup. I think. Think so? Yeah. Send one of them to SmackDown. I don't think I'd uh, like. They're legitimately both very good friends. That's why I don't know if they would split them up. Are they? Yeah. No. Nice. Um, Paige thanked the friend or the fans, and said that she wanted to make this night special. 
She announced Daniel Bryan's first televised match in three years will be against, and the crowd was all teased, and they were all hot on Rusev Day because everybody loves that Rusev Day. Hmm. And then WWE edited it on their YouTube to AJ Styles. Which they did legitimately chant second. Yeah. And AJ versus uh, Bryan is like a dream match. Totally. Like, not going to deny. As soon as she announced that, I was pretty excited. Definitely. Uh, Usos defeated New Day. This is determined if uh, who would get the number one contendership against uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Xavier Woods, uh, or sorry, Jay Uso pinned Xavier Woods after a top rope splash. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers showed up to taunt the Usos after the match. Do you think the New Day gets split in this thing somehow? Oh, I think they just get shipped back to Raw. No, I think they'll get drafted if they do. All three? As uh, like a package. They need something. Like, they're starting to get pretty stale. Yeah, they're starting to get pretty stale. The pancake thing was, like, fun for a couple weeks, but then when uh, at WrestleMania when they had all the midgets and the pancakes, it was kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. They, they didn't live up to coming out as Super Saiyans out of a giant cereal box. Yeah. Or riding chocobos. Yeah. The giant cereal box was at Access. And was the it, giant list of Jericho high. was there, too. Good. 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 Um, do do do. Backstage, Renee Young asked Shinsuke Nakamura why he attacked AJ after the WrestleMania match. This was great. Yeah. Um, first, Nakamura did a kind of insincere apology. I'm I'm very sorry for what I did. I was a little emotional. And what else did he say? And then, um, then he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak English. No, speak English. English." <laughs> after Renee's like, "Come on, Shinsuke. That's yeah. not very hard." He was so great yeah, in this because I wondered. I'm like, "How does heel Shinsuke translate on WWE programming?" That's how. Sm- yeah, smugness. Just yeah. pure smugness. Just pure smug. Brilliant. Uh, Charlotte Flair came to the ring to wonder who she'll make magic in the ring next with after uh, defeating Oscar, and they didn't really bring up the streak too too much. It's old news, man. And it's done now. But uh, who should show up? But the iconic duo. But they're called being called the Iconics. Yes. Double Iconics. Because someone else has a copyright on Iconic Duo, it turns yeah, out. I forget what it was. Really? Yeah. Yeah, some company. Fresh it's like, with it's their... a hip-hop duo or something like that. Yeah. Fresh with their new assets. Yep. Their own Iconic They were flaunting their boobs. <laughs> their own Iconic duos. Nicely done. Uh, they attacked Flair. They beat her down pretty bad. They powerbombed her on the floor outside the ring. At that point, I knew. I was like, okay, hit F-A-B-U-L-S. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You hear the song all the time and you still can't get it. F-A-B-O-L-L-S. It's like when people sing the oh, alphabet. And I like, want to hear that <coughs> back so bad, but I have to wait until the end of the show. L-M-N-O-P. It's just like L-M-N-O-P. <laughs> Except you said all those letters this time. Instead of F-A-B-L-O-U-S. <laughs> you know what? I'm fucking gonna, done with you boys. I'm 200 gonna, episodes of quit. I'm going to edit her theme. F-A-B-L-L-L-O-U-S. <laughs> all right, moving on. That's a, ba- that's a banger of a theme, by the way. <laughs> I love me some uh, Carmella. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you she big came uh, the ring. She uh, cashed in the what's referee. What's her name? What, the, the Australian rapper chick? You like her? Who? What's her name? Oh, Iggy, Iggy? Azalea? Yeah, you a big Iggy fan? No. Because that song Nicki Minaj kinda... put out a song after a Street Fighter girl, and I'm pissed off about that. Why? Because it's not very accurate to the character Chun-Li. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Carmella cashed in. The ref seemed like he didn't know what a briefcase was at all. Yeah, oh, my God. It took a while. It's like, what? what? Mike Chioda, you are a veteran official. Yeah. It's How do like you the... not know? Are you, are you sure? Wait, this briefcase you want to do what with? 
Okay, well, you want to, you want me to, right now you want to catch it? There's a contract Ca- in this are you Are you it. sure you want to do, right now? Like, not later, right? Like, Jesus, man. You're using it now. Fucking cash it in already. Are you sure you don't want to, you might overwrite your save then. At least she didn't come out with her own ref this time. I hated when she did that. It's like, there's a ref in the ring. You don't need to bring your own fucking ref to cash in. That's never been a thing. Oh, it's uh, corrupt official Brad Maddox. <laughs> Mad Brad. Oh, somebody had a great point. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to see the New Day go to Raw. Because the first segment with Paige in the New Day is going to be the greatest thing I've ever it's seen. It's true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two former WWE GMs are on film boning. It's a New Day. Yes, it is. Yep. Brad Maddox was Raw. Oh, yeah. 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 Good callback. Yep. I was like, Xavier Woods was never. You're thinking about it now, aren't you? I am. <laughs> uh, SmackDown <laughs> Women's Champion. Oh, man. Blah, blah, blah. United States number one contender match. I actually didn't watch this. Randy Orton defeated Bobby Roode and Rusev. Uh, I just kind of don't care about this U.S. title picture right now. Nope. I think Randy Orton needs to move more than anybody. Randy Orton needs to move. I think Bobby Roode needs to move. I don't think he needs to move. I just think they need to make him heal. Yeah. You know what? I agree. They don't need to necessarily make him move. They just got to put some momentum behind him. Yeah. Something. Give him something. Uh, Orton pinned Roode after an RKO, and he will face Mahal for the U.S. title of Backlash. Roode losing this is also part of the reason why I think he might be... Sure. Heading over to Raw Town. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. This was a non-title match. Uh, by the it was actually a really good match. I think, and I again, I haven't seen it, but I think this is better than AJ and Nakamura. But I got to go back and watch. It was AJ better Nakamura. than AJ and Nakamura. I think they gave you. I really liked it enough in this match to make you not go. Uh, we didn't get what we were promised, but they didn't give you everything. It was enough to, and all of a sudden you're like, "Wait, Nakamura!" You're like, "No, fuck, finish." So AJ, or sorry, Nakamura gets in the ring. He knees uh, Brian in the face. So Brian wins by DQ. Then, no, I think they said it was a double DQ because he hit them both. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's what the by rules of default said. of mm. no mercy. Default. Uh, Brian would win by DQ. And then Nakamura goes after AJ's balls multiple times. Several. Several yeah. low blows. Uh, and like, I think that's also another way c- to help get him over as a heel because he's so beloved as a to the wrestling purist. Sure. Where it's like, oh, he's doing the dirty stuff. So that was SmackDown. What did you like? What did you dislike? Um, love, I... I love Brian and AJ. I also really love that. Yeah, I th- and I think they did that because Brian's going to flip, so you just pull the trigger on that while you can because they won't be on the oh, same you think rosters. They're move him to rough? I just think it would be super weird to have your ex-GM as a wrestler on your mm. same show, that it's just going to be a weird dynamic. That yeah. you got yeah, Miz on Raw, you can go to that at some point because I think that's the logical next step for Miz, or for uh, well, both guys, I guess. Because uh, it teased that for forever. Yeah, we've got to have that match. And just to have Brian I can't wait if that actually does happen. On your flagship program, too, I think makes a lot of sense. Scotty's um, leaving. No, I thought it was okay. I thought uh, there wasn't as many Kobe. surprises <laughs> uh, on SmackDown as there was on Raw. But I think they are putting the a lot. surprises? we got Iconic Duo and... That's it. That's it. That's fine. I think it was like you just the cash put them on Raw. That. And then you shuffle them all up the next week. I think they're putting a lot of stock in the Rumble, too. I think we're going to get some returns or debut or something at the Rumble uh, or just in the shakeup next week of, oh, Her- Big Cass got drafted to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he'll just show up or something. Hurricane right? Helms was saying that he was asked to uh, about the 
greatest rumble appearance that he's been in talks. Hurricane Helms appearing for the PWA later on in a, in a few months. In that or shithole of a place that you call home. Ah, uh, Calgary. God bless it. <laughs> Didn't make playoff ass. I missed, did we? I missed a PWA show. Yeah, but they were going to make it. We were. We, we, we never we, seemed like we, we were going to. All right. Uh, that's I'm not, that. I finished 205, but there was some stuff on 205 that was good that I liked. I skimmed I through know. it because I kind of hoped that Owens and Zane would show up there. Asking for a job? They didn't. So, Well, Kevin Owens ain't 205. But it'd be funny Zane if is. Sammy was trying to make He's weight. A manager. It'd be funny if they Zane's said... listed at 205 on their website. Oh, is he? Okay. So. I think it'd be funny if they did a thing where him and Rockstar Spud or whatever, Drake Maverick. Sure. They're weighing him in. He's like, 208 and throughout the rest of 205 Live, he's like, you know, riding a bicycle in a chicken suit or, you know, he's trying to do a sweat box or something like that. Um, I didn't read any of the spoilers because I'm trying not to do that anymore for NXT, but I think it would be cool if they showed up on NXT yeah. too. Just kind of bounced around and yeah. are actively trying to find something. And I just realized can't. that I spoiled something for you. you Last, did? Yeah. What War Machine is called. Oh, but, that's but fine, though. That was okay. That yeah. was okay. What are they no. called again? War, War Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, that's stupid. Well, you can't use machines, so I think it's fine. Yeah, but War Raiders is okay. Well, why can't you use machine? Because you heavy machinery. Heavy machinery. Uh, Dozovich, baby. Dozovich. Oh, okay, let's not say things we can't yeah. take back. Fuck heavy machinery. That guy Yo, he was rookie of the year. Is they unbelievable. Were, they were out in the first round of the tag team thingamajigger. Oh, that is true. They were having a real, actually really good match on the NXT this week. That match they filmed before the takeover the was thing? really good. Yeah, I love his new, like, he comes out, like, super over-exaggerated, arms out, and, like, does these big over-steps. <laughs> and... I love that he still Fuck, tweets to Mandy Rose all the time. Are they dating, or what the fuck's going on no, there? No, he's dating somebody else. Okay. That's I just thought... him having a weird old crush no, I on I heard her. rumors they were dating. I thought I heard that, too. And I was like, hey, anything's possible. <laughs> yep. Good Wasn't for Mandy you, big Rose fella. Dating that, I mean, that was a couple years ago, but when not, she was on Total Divas, she was dating, like, a handsome dude. Are you saying Dozovich is not a handsome dude? No. Uh, Huge cock, though. Huge cock. <laughs> what? And winner of a personality. How do you know? Why do you think know. they're called heavy machinery? <laughs> they yeah. wanted to be called hogs machinery. But... <laughs> heavy hogs? Hey, yeah, heavy well, hogs. They should change their name to heavy hogs, and then War Machine can have War Machine, and everyone's happy. Heavy hogs. Or the dick swingers. <laughs> we are the dick swingers. Yeah, for, former boyfriend, it says, Michael, was featured on Total Divas. Oh! But she lives with her best friend, Sonny Deville. Who I like to think, in a perfect world, makes sexual advances towards her. Oh, well, probably. Sonia Deville is a lesbian. Sonia yeah. Deville showed up to Hall of Fame, and they acknowledged her and her lesbian partner on camera. Very progressive. Did Hillary Jim say anything about that? He said, "Back in my day, we called that a fish sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. What's next? Um, it's funny because he's southern. Yeah, War Raiders made their debut on NXT. Um, hey, Brandine. They look pretty good. Match was okay that they had going on. Fucking Dozovich hit the worm, which is still one of my favorite things. Uh, I didn't watch 205, but I did skim through it, like I said, to see. So, guess you'll have to wait till next week to find out about 205 live, unless Scotty watched it. No, I watched like half of it. Okay, good. I'm trying to. I'm I, trying to finish Super Card of Honor. I like the new uh, Drew Gulak. No more PowerPoints. Now he's a submission. Sapot360 at yahoo.com. If you want to send us an email, like these fine people did. First one from Nick Lacusta. Subject line, Satpod Memories. 
Hey guys, congrats on 200 episodes. Imagine how many times your table would have been broken over 200 episodes of a wrestling show. How many do you think? Seven. Teen. 198. Yeah, maybe maybe two shows if we would have got away with it. Yeah, or someone would save us like want. a CM Punk or something sure. like that. Uh, you asked for memories. Well, mine might not be from the actual show, Cop Out I Know. Uh, my favorite interactions are when I meet you guys at the shows, uh, listening to your heckles at the front row at WWE Live events. Always makes me chuckle. Watching WrestleMania 31, question mark? I think that's what it was. At the Brew House North was also a highlight. Even just saying hi at a PWA show. My point is that the best part is the interaction and connection you've made with people because of our mutual love of wrestling. Keep it up, boys. Nick. Thank War, you, Nick. Words getting emotional. Thanks, kind Nick. words. Very kind words. Thanks for loving my asthma joke a couple of episodes ago. Did he tweet you about that? Yeah, he was like, I love when Scotty said, fuck you, asthma, to that guy. <laughs> I could, yesterday, I had a moment where we were driving in South Edmonton Common, and like these people are crossing, and I'm like, all right, just let, and then I'm like, no wave? Run these motherfuckers over. I didn't realize my window was open, <laughs> so like as we're about to pass them, the guy awkwardly waves, and I'm like, sorry. Classic Scotty. Uh, Duncan writes in an email as well, subject line, happy 200. Dear the Satpod Bicentennial crew. Okay. Uh, hey dudes, I hope your weeks have been two, bracket 100, sweet! I'm gonna do my questions, and I'll bring my, in my favorite moments. Question time. One, do you guys think we'll see a Cena take or two at next year's WrestleMania? No. Like how he lost to The Rock and then beat him next the next year? No. Maybe. I think, yeah, there's a decent chance that might happen. I'm leaning towards yes. I would lean towards no, but I do think that there is a chance it'll happen. Uh, if Matt Riddle does come to WWE, does he end up in the main event scene? No. Is no. he the bro? Yes. He's not coming to WWE. He loves weed too much. Yeah. Can't 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 do that in WWE. Uh, now that Daniel Bryan is back as a competitor, what's his first feud going to be? Miz. Yeah. Miz that'd, probably. That'd be a cool thing to do. Uh, I'm actually you... really excited about that too. It has potential for yeah, good TV. It'd be really really good. Definitely because it's all built in anyways, so you can just call back to it. Like they, they had it built dig, perfectly can, five months ago. Yeah, they could dig up all that old talking smack footage. It'll be awesome. Uh, what are your feelings about the playoffs? My Bruins are looking strong. Yes, Don't they care. are. Yeah, they're kicking the shit out of the Leafs. Um, Hockey's the Jets over. look really good. Hockey's over. Jets do look good. I'm fully in Jets camp. Well, not fully. Evander Kane's paying off for the Sharks so far. I want the Knights to win because I don't want another Canadian team to win. Uh, but if another Canadian team does have to win, it has to be the Jets. Yeah, Jets. Fuck the, the Maple Leafs. The Jets have never wronged me. The Leafs have so many shitty fans. Sorry, Nick. Nick yeah. Nick's a big Maple Leafs fan. Lacusta? Fuck those guys. Uh, five. Do you guys think we'll see some sort of reward attached to the 50-man Royal Rumble in the Saudi Arabia show? God, I hope so. I hope you don't just do that match for fucking no reason. You gotta have something on there. Like Saudi Arabian title champion. shot or Cruiserweight title shot. <laughs> yes. That's perfect. I see title shot or something. I don't know. Something needs just to be something. on there. Yeah. Uh, is WWE doomed to repeat the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton story again with Matt and Bray? Hmm. I read a rumor that they want to bring Sanity in and put them with Wyatt. I've heard that, too. I don't know where that leaves Eric Young, but I don't know. Hmm. Back to Impact? I don't know. Poor Bray. Just, it's I've lost so much interest. Yeah. And I was excited to see his quote-unquote repackaging for this going away and coming back. His package looked pretty similar. Months down the line, but Wait, it wasn't that, that long. Bad. Never mind. Yeah, it was very the You're same. You're getting ball gazing a lot, yep. Bray Wyatt? His package, his boob window. His boob window. 
His ball window. Uh, with heel Shinsuke breathing new life into the character, do you think anyone else would benefit from a heel or face turn? Well, we mentioned uh, Bobby Roode. Robert Roode. Who else is a little stale at the moment? Um, I hope, and I realize this is contradictory to what I say about everyone when they come back from their injury, but I'd like to see Dean Ambrose come back as a heel. Yes, absolutely. I want him to just be a madman. Finally. Yeah. Like, go full psycho. Not no more comedic. comedy. No, no, no. No, be be a psycho that kills people. I, I'd like Sami Zayn to continue being a heel. He's been great. He's like, really yeah. found that smarky. Like, it was so of... funny when Kurt Angle was like, whoa, didn't you guys attack your last general manager? And it's like, no, that was a personal vendetta. <laughs> like, he's just, like, trying to backpedal on But I think that's that's him, too, from what I've seen of him in real life. Yeah, he's very screen. Uh, Woody Allen sticky. Neurotic. Um... Yeah. Uh, who else could use a turn? I feel like there's we're missing somebody pretty obvious. New Day! Yeah, go back to heels for them. Yeah, that'd be, I guess, would make a lot of sense. Have them a bit more serious again. and John Cena. Get the fuck out of people. Roman Reigns. Shane McMahon. <laughs> uh, Shane would be cool. Stephanie McMahon. As a baby face. Uh, Vince McMahon. Linda McMahon. Okay. <laughs> no, Ed <played>. McMahon. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Tom Ed Hardy. Hardy, yeah. Hardy from Big Brother. Chuck Buck? Chuck Buck. This used to be the WrestleMania song when I was a kid. I love it. It was Linda McMahon's theme for a little bit, too. That's why we're playing it, Scotty. What? That's why we're playing it. You see Linda in the crowd of Mania? I did. Did I what? Well, not you, because you were watching it live. But you could see Linda in the crowd. Oh, was she there? During yeah. the Shane match. They didn't put her on screen at all, but she was in oh. the background of a couple. I haven't seen Linda in spots. many moons. Watching over the children. Uh, all right, back to the email. I'm glad uh, she had time to take out of her small business administration to do that. What? Uh, her position on, like, Trump's cabinet uh, is, like, small Do you think business. we're all going to die because of Syria? That would suck. Yeah, we all got to go eventually. I'd like to think that we're mostly unaffected. The bombs hit low enough Hopefully. that they don't come up here. Yeah. Eventually. It'll be years where the fallout starts to affect us. <laughs> uh, if you could make an Andre the Giant HBO-style documentary, whom would be the subject, and who would you want to interview? A Macho, HBO, a macho Man HBO would be really good. Um. Hmm. Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Take with your, with him no, retired yeah. and actually doing interviews and there's talking no and stuff. There's no shoot stuff on him at all nope. anywhere. No. Nope. Vince McMahon. Um, yeah, Vince would be good. Well, they're doing that biopic too. No, I'm, I'm talking something. like a real HBO, yeah. not not someone where Vince can. That won't happen until he's dead. Re change his lighting. Exactly. That's why it won't happen until he's dead. Yeah. And he can't. From the grave, he'll change it somehow. Um, who do I want to interview? The Undertaker. Jim Ross. Jim Ross should do the whole thing. Glenn Jacobs. Did you see Glenn Jacobs' high school photo? Nope. I'll see if I can pull Old Mayor Glenn. Uh, not if you, uh, hey, if did you, he win the mayor? I don't think it's happened yet. Or if it has, then I didn't hear anything about it. Uh, not if you guys had to make statues of yourself, what would you want the plaque underneath it to say? I think we already know Boris's. What? I retired Nanny Anderson. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or got him fired, I should say. Yes. Um, shit, I don't know. That's a tough question. Scotty should say, 
this boat has flown. Let me see. He looks like see Glenn Jacobs. Oh, Glenn, looking good. You should tweet that out. Yep. All right. Um, I don't know. That's that's something you have to have somebody else pick for you. You can't pick that for yourself. It's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't do that. Right? When they make a statue for you, it has to be for a reason, and they decide what goes underneath. Yeah. I won't mind to be like the most incoherent baked shit I ever said. Like all of it. All of it. In one ramble on poorly spelled yeah, sentence. His plaque would be like six feet long. Yeah. With spelling errors in yep. every single word. Oh, it's a life size like statue. It's Participation be. award. His eyes would be red on the statue, too. <laughs> Fucking joint in his hand. It's got a button you can press. <laughs> he blows out smoke. Blows out a little smoke in my eyes. <laughs> light up. Vape in his other hand. Excellent. Uh, Ten, I heard a rumor that John Cena was heavily campaigning officials before the Elimination Chamber match for Seth Rollins to win and face Brock Lesnar, but Vince thought the idea of Seth facing Brock wouldn't work and no one would believe Seth had a chance. Had he won and gotten his way, do you think we would have seen a better match or would the outcome have been the same? The outcome would have been the same. The yeah. match might have been a little bit better, but probably not much. Like, it depends what Brock wanted to do, because he sandbagged Ambrose, so who knows? Probably would have been better received. True. Than Reigns being in that spot. Um, but yeah, I don't know if the match would have been much better either. Uh, 11, when you started the show back at your college, did you have any idea that you'd be back in the same space 200, give or take, weeks later? Uh, did you also foresee the fan base you'd grow? No. Even when we started the podcast version of this, I was like, nobody's going to listen to this fucking thing. And then Boris listened, and now he's here. Ty Loney, I'm friends with him in real life. That's yeah. kind of weird. Duncan is a, a loyal listener as well. We somehow met the Miz guy, which I'm really hoping that someday, somehow, that'll be revealed who that is. Um, that's the long con, man. It's that one. the longest of cons. He's really stuck to the whole ban thing. Like, he doesn't even pester me to try and get unbanned anymore. He's just accepts Does he it. still tweet? Uh, he so. donates money to Suplex City Limits every week. Oh, what do you mean donates money? On their Patreon. Oh, we should make him buy our title. If he, this guy, if you're listening, you buy us a new Sapbot Picks championship, and you're back in, buddy. You are in. Oh, I thought we were going to try to sell him the belt I just taped up. Also, you can have the belt Scotty just so taped wait, up. So wait, Suplex City Limits takes donations? Yeah. Lots of podcasts have Patreons. Oh, Not us. How come? How come we don't? Because you don't need it? Well, because I think they all use it for equipment and stuff, which we don't need to do. Yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, ba -ba -ba. Thanks, dudes. Moments time. Scotty talking about flying boats. <laughs> Scotty straight up asking if Becky Lynch was off TV because she got an abortion. I heard she got an abortion. Smush abortion. King of the spiders. That's a good one, too. King of what? Should we insta live the last bit of the show? What? Should we, like, insta live the last bit of the show? Why? Okay, never mind. It would, but what? The, the sound wouldn't be great. It would okay, never mind. We're not going to do it anymore. Weird Gordon. thing to just Gage, randomly move on to the next spring on me in the middle of the show. Uh, the King of the Spiders thing was we... Got to talking about spiders and how we could like coalesce with them in life, and that we'd have to find the king of the spiders. And be like, look, man, we're not. Oh yeah, that was we're not gonna best. we're not gonna fuck with you if you don't like don't crawl in our mouths and shit while we're sleeping. Oh, I think I remember don't that. fucking bite us, and we won't touch you. Just do your thing, keep it neat and tidy. <laughs> uh, Brando, whenever he says "well," which is also good. <laughs> uh, whenever Scotty would say something that made no sense, there would be a brief silence followed by Warren going "alrighty then," Jim Carrey style. 
Uh, Big League Boris not telling us stories on the pod. Scotty's got us live on Periscope right now. Are we live on Instagram? Yeah, we're, no, we're on uh, the Sapod Twitter. Okay, good. It's yep. Oh, because I can't tell stories? Yeah. Uh, this pod is full of golden memories. I love y'all. Keep on not speaking the English. <laughs> Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Thank you, Duncan. Thank You're you for sharing man. your Sapod memories with us. He must be pretty psyched cool. that Daniel Bryan's back, eh? Holy shit, who wrote that book? It's the commish, the good commish. Ty Loney wrote a book. All right, dear Sapod, by the time you read this, I will have hopefully have finally found the courage to tell you that I'm a Bobby Lashley fan. Oh, This God. is my favorite podcast, and I thought that you deserved me to tell you face-to-face, but I'm writing this because I know there are things that I won't be able to say. I can tell you that this is one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. I'm pretty sure that this will be quite the surprise, and I'm sorry that I haven't been honest with you before. The truth is that I couldn't even be honest with myself. This He's is something coming out of the Bobby Lashley closet. <laughs> this is something that I've known for a long time, but instead of talking to someone I could trust years ago, I bottled up my feelings, put it to the back of my mind because I didn't want it to be different, and I thought that if I ignored it, then it would go away and I could be like everyone else. <laughs> I was so deep in denial that I began to build an invisible wall between myself and the people around me. <laughs> I avoided becoming really close with my friends because I thought that sooner or later someone would guess what I wasn't ready to admit even to myself. This past year has been both the worst and best for me. I've gone around in circles for weeks from the, of course you're not a Bobby Lashley fan, to perhaps you're a Bobby Lashley fan, to but I don't want to be a Bobby Lashley fan, to you're a Bobby Lashley fan and it's such a bad, and it's not such a bad thing. And then back to denial again. I convinced myself that I liked this boy, but then I slowly started <laughs> to realize that I was imagining how my parents would be and what my friends would think and not what I really wanted. You might remember I drifted away these last few months. That was because I had started to realize that I couldn't lie to everyone else. I could pretend that I was something that I'm not, but I couldn't lie to myself anymore. At the worst times, I would imagine being rejected by the marks and how my family wouldn't love me anymore. I used to go sit on the benches of 118th Ave and cry until I couldn't cry anymore because I had a secret that I couldn't share with anyone, and that was being a uh, that was a very lonely place to be. This is we're getting deep into the psyche here. of Ty Loney here. Uh, by the end of last year, I decided that I couldn't go on like this. I couldn't go on worrying about whether each of my friends and my family would accept me, and I couldn't cope with the horrible what if they knew feeling anymore. But most of all, I knew that I had to begin accepting myself and I had to find someone who I could talk to. I finally told the first person and then three others. I chose people at random because I knew that there were no connections with home. And if it didn't go well, I wouldn't have to sit and stay in contact with them. But it did go well, much better than I had hoped for. And I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. It felt great to be finally able to say, uh, to be finally completely honest with people. Suddenly, it was no longer such a big deal. No one cared, and I started to feel happier and more confident about myself. It's getting a little long. It made me realize how damaging bottling feelings up can be, and I wish that I had done this years ago. Did he reach out to you about this? You're friends with him in real life. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? He told you that he's a Bobby Lashley fan? Yeah, Yeah, we had a discussion about it uh, earlier this week. And how did you react? I said, Bobby Lashley sucks, Ty. You got to have better taste. Oh, you Fuck you, Ty. You People are worried in him? the chat that he's uh, he's going on suicide watch here. <laughs> like, has anyone reached out to Ty in a while? Uh, I really have no idea how you're going to react. I've tried to imagine what your possible reactions might be, but I don't know. 
I completely understand if you need time. I don't expect you to accept me straight away. I'm also worried that you might feel awkward around me. You're probably quite surprised about all this. Maybe a little hurt and confused, and you probably don't understand. Don't worry. I'm not asking you to fully understand. Perhaps you never will. I just want you to know that I'm not terrified of the truth anymore. I've accepted it, and it's okay. What I'm terrified of losing, those people around me that I care for most. But I've slowly come to realize that by not being honest with people, I'm going to lose them anyway. And at some point, I'm going to have to tell my parents, which I'm dreading, and I hope that when I do, I'll have the support of my friends instead of coping with this alone. Please remember that I've told you this because I think you're two of the best people. <laughs> Only two of us. Uh, I assume I'm the one left out. <laughs> yeah, I, you're probably right. I know and I trust our value and relationship as podcast and listeners so much. I hope that one day we'll be able to look back at this and laugh at, at what a nervous wreck I sure am right now. Nothing has really changed. I'm still the same person. I've just decided to be more honest with you, Tyloni. Well, thanks for writing us in, good brother Tyloni. Jesus. We, we accept you for who there. you are as a Bobby Lashley fan. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, there's <laughs> something wrong with you. Yep. That's the only way to do better. Except that. Uh, next is email. There like, is there a Bobby Lashley conversion therapy? Do you think we could get him on that? It should be. <laughs> that'd be uh, that'd be a million dollar idea, apparently, for Ty. He needs it more than anybody else, probably. Uh, Nova Punk writes in the next email. Hey, Satpod, congrats on 200 episodes. Thank you guys for the all the hours of funny content from Colton Kelly trying to read out loud <laughs> to all the times Scotty was baked or on his phone or Boris Royal Rumble song. <laughs> Or the time he sang James Brown during most of an episode with Warren when Scotty and Brando couldn't make it. That was a good one, too. Yeah, We was... did, like, the whole thing was all James Brown stuff. Good times. Brando and Warren telling stories of drinking antics was knee-slapping good stories. Shout-outs to all the wrestlers you guys have interviewed or had on the show. The Miz, Andy Anderson, Colton Kelly, and, of course, Chris Jericho. I'm currently drunk, so sorry if this sounded a bit long-winded or had grammatical errors. Keep up all the great podcasts. Here's the 200 more episodes. Nova. Thank you. I that's, enjoy that's when a people solid, that's a solid email. Have at least email. a couple things that stuck with them. Forces Royal Rumble song was awesome. It was good. Enjoy that. I don't remember it. Thirty I men should... going into oh, the <laughs> ring. Go grab that. Off Only that one computer. motherfucker gonna get. <laughs> Gave up on the on the live video. I got a lot of data, bro. Isn't there Wi-Fi in here? Yeah, I thought uh, I gave you the password. No, man. I'm not. I'm not privy to that kind of shit. I don't work yeah. here. Uh, Mike, I do. Mike the ref, congrats on the old 200 is the subject line. Great gentleman of the sat. Congratulations on your 200th episode with my busy schedule. Quite often I listen to the pod before I worry whether it's worth checking out Raw or SmackDown each week. Thanks for that. I don't have any one specific highlight that stands out other than whenever the words Susan G. Conan are said in a particular host's direction. Scotty just got hot again. As for a top soundbite, Big Bad Boris entrance music after watching the sunny side up needs to be played again on this podcast. <laughs> Entertain the people for a second here while I... What uh, the fuck is that one? That one in, oh, you're going you to... This is the greatest you thing don't ever. don't remember yeah, this. It'll all come, come on. It'll all come flooding back to you much like it did to Sunny. Come on, Scotty. You know what it is. He knows. Okay, it's I, coming. I've it's coming right up. at you. I've screwed up. Oh, come on, man. <clears throat> All right. There we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. One, two. You hear the clock ticking. Tick, tock. You about to stop living. Tick, tock. I want you to remember me. Tick, tock. 
but the dead don't have no memory. I'm coming. <laughs> nobody can stop me. Nobody can hold me. Nobody can control me. I'm coming. I'm here to do my thing. I'm here to bring the pain. I'm never ever gonna change like. Ah, uh, that is some of my best work in all of my yep. radio career. Radio and Satpod combined. Move over, Ramai. That's, that's right up there. Uh, just wait till next week when I fire up the fucking F A B U L L L L L L. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Um, keep up the great work, and I can't wait for Satpod 300. Mike the Ref Malawani at Mike the Ref on Twitter. I hope I said your last name right. The Twitter machine. He's Malanaway. Yes, that that non-existent end that you throw into words randomly. Milanoway. <laughs> well, that's his name now. Mike Milanoway. Mike Milanoway. All right. Uh, Sapot316, yahoo.com. Thank you, everybody, for uh, writing those in. That's very nice of you to have done that. Um, okay. That's that's it. We need a song to go out to. It can be a wrestling theme or it can be something relating to 200. What do we want to do? I mean, I Scotty's the new champ. I feel like Scotty yep. should be the mm, one picking true. this. Do you want to do what we always do, like reflect upon an old card? I want to pick a random ass. It's up to you. You're the champ. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, no, you know, fuck it, Hosky. No. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do Backlash 2008. Oh, if it was around. Oh, it was around. Good. All right. Oh, fuck you. All Summer Long by Kid Rock. Is the <laughs> oh, song. I'm not happy with this. Okay, okay. Oh, good. You're the champ. You get to oh, does he get change a, it up. He gets a no, should we? I, you know what? I feel we should just honor the Hall of Famer. All right. We've made this bed. Now we're going to lay in it. All right. What's, Let's the, <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the, the card? The dark match was John Morrison and The Miz defeating the excellent team of Shannon Moore and Jimmy Wang Yang. Mm. Oh, everybody loves match. Jimmy Wang Yang. I love Jimmy Wang Yang. Matt Hardy defeated MVP to win the United States Championship at 11:24. I'm coming. Kane and defeated Chavo Guerrero for the ECW Championship. I just watched this WrestleMania. This is the show right after it. Uh, Bam Before Neely. After oh it. yeah, that was short-lived. Backlash is after WrestleMania. Oh, you thought you watched the WrestleMania that was before? Yeah, no, this is the show right after. Well. Bam Neely. He wasn't around for very long. Uh. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. I heard he was a pain in the ass to deal with backstage. Re- retired professional ice hockey player Cam Neely's nickname is where he took that from, I guess. Isn't this Bam Bam Bigelow's kid? I don't believe so. I feel like it would say that. Uh, it does not say that, so there you go. Um, Big Show defeated the Great Khali in what I'm sure was a fucking <laughs> five-star uh, match. Bar- was a bar- how, long, how long was it? Eight minutes and five oh, seconds, Jesus. actually. Uh, which is only like 40 seconds shorter than the Kane match. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeated Batista with Chris Jericho as a special guest referee at 15 minutes. Beth Phoenix, Jillian Hall, Layla, Melina, Natalia, and Victoria defeated Ashley, Cherry, Kelly Kelly, Maria, Michelle McCool, and Mickey James in a 12 Diva Tag Team match. Six minutes, 31 seconds. Bet you not everyone even got in the match on that one. Just did a big brawl and that's Didn't even tag in. The Undertaker defeated Edge by submission. Uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship, 1823. Won it with the Hell's Gate. And Triple H won the WWE Championship by defeating John Cena, JBL, and Randy Orton. There you mm. go. 28 minutes that match was. Good. Right. Or was Good. it a fatal four-way elimination match, too? Good. 
JBL was eliminated first by John Cena, then John Cena by Randy Orton, then Randy Orton by Triple H. All right, so we're listening to Kid Rock on the way out. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening for 200 shitty, horrible episodes of this awful podcast. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for fucking sticking with us. As much as it is kind of, and we've said this in the past, more for us to come in here and vent, I think it's pretty cool that people actually listen to it and stick around it. Like, for it. When we go to an indie show or uh, WWE is in town and somebody's like, you the sad pod guys? And like, I don't know, warms my heart. Mm. Um... We got some stuff coming down the pipe potentially, so we'll keep you up to date on that. Yeah, we're selling out. Um, we are. I don't know. Okay. Barkbox, of course. We I are. was gonna say, as the <laughs> guy who tried to get us Bark a sponsor Box. one time. Barkbox. Barkbox. Um, there's the PWA show this week, is there not on Saturday? Uh, yes, one. Yes, this coming Saturday, April the twenty-first. PWA Hysteria at the Northgate Line Center in Edmonton, Alberta. Michael Richard Blaze will defend the PWA Championship. Against Skyflyer Jeff Tyler, I like our that old guy. buddy Colton yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Jeff. Colton Kelly has a mayhem title shot against the Bryce the Slammer Sova, and much, much more. Oh, and I realized that I have Kelly. to work till six that night, so I got to figure out how I'm going to get over there and get all my shit set up. It's going to be a barn burner. Make the kid do it. Doesn't he have his license now? That's true. Get he him over there. He doesn't know how to set everything. Wait, up. Brady can drive by himself. I'll be at the woman's show. What the hell I'm doing at the woman's show? I don't know, but. I'll be there. Maybe you can sneak out early. I'm going to see if I can. Let me, I'll pull some strings for you. Thanks, Get that bro. done. Get Thanks, that bro. <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious or not. That's the thing. <laughs> I have no strings to pull. <laughs> All right. Um, any, oh, any, <laughs> any uh, parting words? Scotty? Buy a fucking T-shirt. Yep. Uh, thanks for having me, guys, for for these episodes. That's a thanks good time. Coming. Thanks for putting up those extra episodes, yeah. too. Everyone go check out the... Uh, in further in-depth WrestleMania recaps, yes, which with me more memory not being a week removed. Listen to me and my child. I want Braden to start his own like ROH TV podcast because nobody's doing that, and I think it'd be a good niche thing for him to do. All right, well, you send send him a message. I will. All right, because I thought he held job. his own. I did a very good tired. job. I liked that? it. He did a very good job. Yeah, he was he, very excited to be part of the Sad Pod team. You, on the other hand, were pure garbage. Yeah, as usual. Complete no, we should uh, get Brayden a complimentary <laughs> Sad Pod T-shirt at whatamaneuver.net backslash Sad Pod. Any news on the uh, PWA anniversary show coming out on Divid? I've barely started editing, so it's going to take a little bit. Good, but I'll try to get it out as quickly as possible. School's ending soon, so I might have a little bit more free time depending on how much I'll be working. So yeah, Good. it's coming. All right. It's coming. <laughs> All summer long by Kid Rock. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. Scotty, get us the hell out of here. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on destroying the beloved Sapod Picks Championship. Woo! It was 1989. My thoughts were short. My hair was long. Caught somewhere between a boy and man. She was 17 and she was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. Splashing through the sandbar, talking by the campfire. It's the simple things in life, like when and where. We didn't have no internet, but man, I never will forget the way the moonlight shined upon her hair. Try
change Oh how we thought those days would never end Sometimes I hear that song And I'll start to sing along And think man I'd love to see that girl again man, I like to Oh, uh-huh.